Don't ever laugh as a hearse goes by, for you may be the next to die. They wrap you up in bloody sheets to drop you six feet on your... Tonight, on the Midnight Train Podcast, we're taking the train back to the land of unsolved true crime as we discuss the Long Island serial killer. Who was it? Who are the suspects? Why do people get so upset over the F word? Listener discretion is advised. We thoroughly enjoy using the F word and others because we're fucking adults. MK love you bye. All aboard. The worms play pinnacle on your snout. They eat your eyes. They eat your nose as you begin to decompose. A slimy beetle with demon's eyes. Choose through your stomach and out your sides. Your stomach turns rancid grease and pus pours out. Hello, passengers. Welcome to the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light. You guys know what that means. We make fun of and joke about creepy shit while saying the F word as much as possible. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer. Damn it. And with me, there are my (laughs) co-hosts, Mr. Moody. And Logan. Hello. (laughs) You get the whole thing. I get the whole thing. (laughs) So listen, what we've decided to do is we're going to start making our intros shorter. A little bit shorter, yeah. So we can just get right back, right into the meat and potatoes. Fucking meat? No gravy. Meat and potatoes. And we're uh, going to be talking about some true crime today. So, uh, you know, that's just what we do. So, you know, you beautiful bunch of dark passengers know that we're just a bunch of musicians and assholes that love history and can't get enough of the mysterious. Want you all to know how much it means to us that you're listening to us at this very moment. Yep. Your reviews and support really do make all the hard work worthwhile. And saying that, please stop over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now and give us a five-star review. It really does help. It, does. it helps move us up the ranking so other people can see us and listen to us and go, tell wow, these guys swear a lot. Yeah, tell us hi. Let us know that you like our swearing or hate it, whatever. Right, right, right. Just so, give us you know, five stars. Yeah. You can leave any review you'd like. You can also find us on Spotify and iHeartRadio by typing the Midnight Train Podcast in their search bar and clicking the follow button. You'll then get each episode as they are released. And Patreon subscribers what, what? just received a bonus on Cot Mather and the Goodwin Children. And uh, they'll be getting a new one shortly. Yes, another one coming up here soon. In fact, if you sign up over at patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast or head on over to the Midnight Train Podcast.com and click on the Patreon button Uh and subscribe to our Patreon, you can get over 30 bonus episodes. No. Wow. Yeah, over 30. And they're just building and we're getting more and more in there. Wow. Yeah, and the bonus episodes are fun, people. We got I'm the Devil's you. Devil's Bible is going to be the next one. Devil's Bible's coming up. Swoop. I think yeah. it's pronounced. I think it's pronounced Bibli though. So Bib- okay, that's no, Bibli. The, the Devil's Bibli. 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 Devil's Devil's Bibli. So now, listen. Speaking of Patreon, we have decided, and this is actually Logan's idea, and I thought it was a great idea. Hi. We've decided that once we hit 100 producers through our Patreon, and obviously more as we yeah, continue oh, yeah, to build, yeah. we're going to start giving 10 percent. Of whatever you producers are helping yep. us out with to a specific charity, uh, charity that we'll announce every month. Yeah. So that's get, awesome. Get bonuses, give to a good cause. Uh, sounds simple enough. You know what I mean? It does. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, I think it's a good thing, and we'll find some different ones, and maybe uh, the listeners can give us some uh, charities to help. Uh, you know, yeah, if help you guys out with. got one, like that would be awesome if we could do that too. Just like if if the listeners, the Patreon subscribers, like are parts of charities or something that we could give to, that would be amazing. Maybe right. we could do a poll. 
Oh, we can. Oh, yes. It says it. That you can put a poll up. What yes. am I, stripper Kevin over here? <laughs> hey, hey. So yeah, it sounds simple enough, and it sounds like a you know us giving to a good cause. Yeah. And uh, so you know we did that to uh, uh, the mental health organizations for uh, the a while merch, back. Yeah. yeah, for for merch and stuff like that. But I feel like Patreon producers, you guys can help us decide who we're gonna send it to, and then we'll yeah. start building it up once we hit that yeah, one hundred on there. And listen, we're getting close, so keep yeah, yeah. keep telling your friends to sign up. They get bonuses, they get cool shit, and uh, they're gonna help out a good cause. So, Correct. plus a lot of you guys know we have a lot of fun over at our official Facebook group page. So sign up over there and it's super easy to do. And if you're new here, we do have a drinking game. We do. For every time that we happen to quote a movie. Now, listen, we don't try to force them in there, you know. Real quick. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to drag this out too much, but Danny brought up a good point. Uh oh. In the wow episode, isn't every one of those wows? Technically, a drink. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> you mean from Owen Wilson? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> so every time, <laughs> yes. every time we would go, "Wow, that's technically a drink." It is, and we played that video. Oh man, that clip. If anyone did that, oh, if anyone did that, please let us know <laughs> when you're getting out of the hospital. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe Patreon can help. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> so listen, let's turn down the lights, adjust yeah. our seats, grab Ooh. a drink, and let's get Which spooky. We did, but we first. Drink. Oh, yeah. Actually, we do have a drink, don't we? We do have a drink. We um, are drinking today. We have, uh, as a gift for coaching soccer from my friend Spencer, we got a, another bottle of Macallan. This is a Macallan 15 triple cask matured. And it is freaking fantastic. It is. It is delightful. Full disclosure, um, we've already started. So yep. catch up, mustard. Yeah. Here's a toast to all you beautiful motherfuckers. gotta stop doing it <laughs> where's this going have you heard this yet i have not so this might be it for two minutes wait i like it though it's setting like, the mood man ooh. setting the mood we're heading into new york new york yeah. for some hey i'm in new york i got a gun let's go to a broadway show <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was in uh, it's wayne's world yeah but he's not new york yeah. No, it was, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says Broadway. Yeah, duh. It's not, good. Not Broadway in Cleveland. We do have Playhouse Square, though. I actually really like this a lot. Yeah. Is it going to go anywhere, though? I don't think so. All right. Well. <laughs> so here we are again, <laughs> dipping into the world of true crime. Unsolved true crime, of course, our favorite. It is our favorite. Today, we are looking at decades, a decades long unsolved case. Many women have gone missing, their bodies turning up around Long Island in New York. No one is sure who's doing it or why. There are many theories as to the identity, including a doctor and a dirty chief of police. Dirty cops. Mm, don't dirty like that. Cop. Dude, that guy. Dirty cappers. That is a shady motherfucker, too. Yeah. Oh, as oh we I'm will. sorry. Was it mother father? Mother father. Mother yeah, father. Shady mother father. Sorry, I apologize that I used the F word. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll we'll talk about that at the end of this, uh, just in case you're not following us on social media or whatnot. It's funny because we know that guy's not listening anymore, yeah, exactly. but it's just like, we still got to give shit. We'll discuss that at the end of the episode. So, <laughs> so again, you know, we're going to discuss all of this on uh, tonight's episode, of course, and yeah. we're talking, of course, about the Long Island serial killer, also referred to as the Gilgo Beach Killer or the Craigslist Ripper. 
Yes. Um, the LISC is we'll pretty LISC. much call it that's this entire we, time. Yeah, that's what a lot of people refer to it right. to is just the LISC. It's LISC, and that stands for Long, Long Island, Island Serial Killer. killer. Right, there right. you go. That's cute. Isn't it great, though? <laughs> so cute. Oh, yeah. I love it, when you can do that. Kind of makes it no, not good. Anyway, so the LISC is an unidentified individual allegedly responsible for the murder of between 10 and 17 women. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. And one man. One dude, which, which I will uh, uh, weird. I will approach my thought on that later. So okay, they uh, they assume so. Just real quick, without giving too much away, they assume that uh, a lot of these women were sex workers, if not all of them, and they also assume that the guy was a sex worker, and that's why he was kind of ended up. But I, I mean, I, I couldn't really find much on him. He's not been identified, oh, except that he's, really? he's okay. apparently an Asian wow. man. Oh wow. Well, also, we'll be talking about the uh, subsequent dumping dumping of their uh, bodies along the Ocean Parkway over a period of nearly 20 years, which yeah. is insane if you think about and they're that. They're all very close to each other. We have a map, which we'll post, that shows where all the bodies were found. Yeah, and um, just off topic real quick, um, we are still trying to fig- get the whole freaking YouTube thing figured out. And once we do, <laughs> uh, we'll make sure that yeah, everybody, yeah, we have one that we'll post up from last week's it's gonna episode. Be, it's going to be glorious. We're not even we'll doing out. this week's episode just because psh, you guys know how, you, if you're a longtime listener, you know I'm a fucking human EMP and everything I touch electronic turns to shit. Yeah. So, well, it's not just electronics, but <laughs> <laughs> so just get used to that. You know what I mean? So, on May 1st, 2010, Shannon is it Shannon or Shannon? I don't know. I think it's Shannon, just spelled funny. Okay. She has another daughter as well, which we'll hear about, but uh, she has a name that's a normal name, but it's. <laughs> It's spelled. Uh, it's spelled fucking stupid too. Because isn't that um, Shannon? Um, wasn't that Shannon? Was it Peterson? No. Who's no, the... no, no. That was the guy that shoved their bodies into like a fucking yeah. oil rigger. So who... I can't think of his name now off the top of my head. But that was Shannon. Was how that was pronounced? Yeah. Shannon. But yeah. So I we'll... think this is just Shannon. Though. Shannon. Okay. So Shannon Gilbert, a sex worker, went to a client's house for a meetup. It wouldn't be long before things went awry and Shannon went missing. Sometime after she arrived to her appointment, she ran from the house and took off screaming. She ran to another house on the street and banged on the door. The man who lived there looked outside and saw Shannon hysterical on the porch, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shannon was screaming and the man was having trouble understanding her aside from her asking for help. The man was very confused and said he would call the police for her. As he said this and turned to walk to his phone, Shannon began screaming again and took off down the street. Yeah. That is the last time anyone would see Shannon alive. While Shannon's body would not be found for a year, the search for her would turn up something incredible. The evidence of a serial killer operating for possibly decades in the Long Island area. <laughs> that was late. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I got the right button linear though. If not, it would have turned out probably really weird. In December of 2010, <laughs> police officer John Malia and his canine companion, a German shepherd named Blue. That's awesome. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. That's a drink. That's a drink. Yep. <laughs> they were searching for Shannon's body on their own time in the dunes of Ocean Parkway on the south shore of Long Island. Dude wasn't even on duty. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to take the dog. We're going to go look for buddies. Yeah. See, that's awesome, though. Takes his yeah, job seriously. I get you know that. I mean? yeah, that's, that's super that's cool. sweet, man. Yeah. That's good. Malia yeah, and Blue. Yeah. You know, they, they, you know, taking that extra step. So Malia and Blue came across a body. The body was not Shannon's, but it was a body that started a search for a serial killer. They found the skeletal remains of a woman stuffed into a worn burlap sack, very uh, synonymous with uh, our Cleveland uh, torso killer. Remember, he used to use burlap sacks. for. Yeah, he uh, did. Yeah. He did, yeah. 
The horrifying yeah. discovery led to a police search for the uh, of the um, Ocean Parkway between the towns of Gilgo Beach and Oak Beach in Suffolk County. Such a silly name. I'm sorry. <laughs> every time I hear that, every time I read or see that, Gilgo. 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 I just like, think of like Gilgo Gil- Baggins. Yeah, Gilgo Baggins. <laughs> it should be like a character in fucking. Ah, Gilgo. Gilgo. And this is also in the area of Jones Beach State Park in Nassau County. Two days later, three more bodies, all female, were found dumped among the dunes. Suffolk County uh, Police Commissioner Richard Dormer was quoted by news media as saying, quote, four bodies found in the same location pretty much speaks for itself. It's more than a coincidence. We could have a serial killer. You think? Yeah. I mean, it's maybe. I mean, it's pretty, uh, pretty obvious. So another another thing I, I just want to throw out there is uh, a lot of times, like in, in a lot of the articles I was reading, and there was a shitload of them, um, they refer to those That's four. That's uh, patreon.com forward slash the midnight train <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> the, uh, a lot of the articles, everyone refers to them as the GB4, the Gilgo Beach 4, because of the fact that those were all together. And like the other ones were a little bit, like they were the first four and they were all together while the other ones were kind of spread out. It was like a down. cluster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, they were all in the same spot. So they kind of refer to those four as like the GB4. The GB4. Not so- to be confused with CB4. Oh, or, or, or is, is that the, the Chris, Chris Rock? Rock? Yeah, 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 that movie's amazing. <laughs> um, the was it CB4 or CB40? For some Four. reason, it is CB4. Okay. The four bodies would all be identified as women who used Craigslist as a means to get more work as escorts. Maureen Brainerd Barnes, 25 of Norwich, Connecticut, was an escort who advertised her services online. Maureen was last seen on July 9th, 2007, saying that she planned to, quote, spend the day in New York City. She was never seen again. Maureen worked as a paid escort via Craigslist to pay the mortgage on her house. She had been out of the sex industry for seven months, but she returned to the work in order to pay her bills after receiving an eviction notice. Shortly after her disappearance, a friend of Maureen, Sarah Carnes, received a call from a man on an unfamiliar number. Mm-hmm. The man claimed that he had just seen Maureen and that she was alive and staying at, quote, a, a whorehouse in Queens. Yeah, I mean, where else are you going to go? You ever right. seen Best Little Whorehouse in Texas? No. I've seen like bits and pieces. Is that uh, is that uh, what's her name? Dolly Parton. Uh, Dolly Parton, yeah. And Burt Reynolds. <laughs> I mean, dude, you know. Burt Reynolds. There's a song in there called, uh, and if you guys listen, whatever. It's it's like a late seventies, early eighties, yeah, something like 70s. that. And she's a uh, she's a uh, madam at, at at the best little whorehouse in Texas. I mean, and she had this song called uh, "Hard Candy Christmas." And it's so good, dude. It's so good. Uh, every time I hear it, I kind of well up a little bit. I'm like, oh, my God, I love that. It's such a great movie. Go go watch it, seriously. John likes horse. <laughs> he refused to identify himself. The guy who called refused to identify himself and could not tell Carnes the location of the house. Kind of shady. Yeah. He told Carnes he would call back and give her the address, but never called again. Carnes said that the man had no discernible New York or Boston accent, so probably weird. not from the area. Weird. <laughs> it was, it's pretty weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> I'm telling you, that guy was not from around here. I, I, I th- when I was reading that, man, I was just like, that is, because, like, that's fucking shady as shit. Obviously, that guy knew something was going on with her, right? Like, I don't know how big of a story, like, because it was a couple days after she went missing, right? That yeah. they got the call. So, like. That guy obviously knew, like, I, I don't know how big of a, like, story it was. Like, how many people outside of, like, the, the immediate family and whatever knew that she was really missing at the time? You know what I mean? So, like, it's weird that they would get that call. But it also goes with the whole you're in a big city and you have the stigma of being a prostitute or whatever like that. Well, right. You know but, what I mean? But I'm but saying, like, like that dude part. obviously had an idea that something was going on with yeah. that girl. But, oh, like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, how big was the coverage at that time? Like... Right. That's a big deal. Like that could have that 
there's a very good possibility that that dude was the guy who did it or at least right? involved or knew something yeah yeah right. yeah. yeah you're true um melissa um bartholomew right yeah maybe i don't know yeah. 24 of erie county new york went missing on july 10th 2009 she'd been living in the bronx and working as an escort through craigslist on the night she went missing, she met with a client, deposited $900 in her bank account, and attempted to call an old boyfriend, but did not get through. Beginning one week later and lasting for five weeks, her teenage sister Amanda received a series of, quote, vulgar, mocking, and ins insulting calls from a man who may have been the killer using Melissa's cell phone. What the fuck? There you fuck? go. More phone calls. That's why I'm wondering if it was the same guy that called the other chick. Right. That's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? The caller asked if Amanda, was, a quote, was a whore like her sister. Okay, dick, calm down. Goddamn. <laughs> right to the point on that Yeah, one. calm down. The calls became increasingly disturbing and eventually culminated in the caller telling Amanda that Melissa was dead and that he was going to, quote, watch her rot. Jeez. Yeah, that's... Uh, I always found that, like, I always found that shit to be really creepy. Like, how, like, Albert Fish wrote that letter to the girl's Ugh. mom. Like, like, people that contact... Right. The family after they do something like it's like just a, like the insult to injury. It's like how fucking sadistic you got to be. Who was or, the... I'm sorry. How farting sadistic <laughs> do you have to be to do that to somebody? No, you know it's, what I'm it's, saying? It's like, deplorable. That's somebody yeah, that's... that is just a psychopath. Who was the one? The one guy. He was a serial killer. And um... BTK did the same thing. Yeah, BTK. But the, the one guy I'm thinking of, and man, his name. I know his name, and it's so I, I want to say it's Ezra something, but it's not Ezra. It's something like that, but he took a girl from like a uh, a photo mat or something like that. Is that that Israel Keys? Yes, dude? that's it. Yeah, Israel yeah, yeah. Keys, that fucking guy. He's a she dude. was dead, and he was taking pictures of her and sending it to her parents to make them think that she was alive, still alive, and was like painting her face and stuff while she was still dead to oh, try shit. and get ransom from them. <laughs> like, just, what the fuck? That's crazy, there, dude. That shit's fucking. I mean, I that's beyond deplorable. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, it's one thing to take somebody's life, especially an innocent life that you That's don't bad know. Enough, yeah. That's bad enough, but then to go that extra step. Yeah. Fuck you. I just right. never. I mean, like, fart you. Yeah. Poop, fart. poop you. Poop, poop. I just don't get that. Poopy like, pants. You just go. Poop, poop. <laughs> Run. <laughs> poop, poop mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I just like. Yeah, sorry, I don't, sorry. I don't know, man. That shit just like. That's like an extra level of oh, like yeah. fucking crazy. Just vicious. Just yeah. vicious. So Megan Waterman, 22, of South Portland, Maine, went missing on June 6, 2010, after placing advertisements on Craigslist as an escort. Uh, the day before, she had told her 20-year-old boyfriend that she was going out and would call him later. At the time of her disappearance, she was staying at a motel in Hapapog, New York, 15 miles northeast of Gilgo Beach. Now, um, just reiterating this, this is not that fucking long ago. No. For some reason, I thought this was Early like 2000s. way, but yeah, this is like 2010. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, a lot of them went missing. Um, a lot of the ones, so they found them. Yeah, like when they found them, like a lot of them have gone missing. Like some of the later ones, you'll read like early two thousands, like two thousand eight, two thousand seven. Some of them went missing. That is so wild. For some so reason, been, I, I had it in my head that this was like back in. Well, like, it's the weird because when you hear, well, that's the thing. Like when you hear, like, oh, it's been going on for like twenty, twenty five years. You're like, holy shit, that's forever. But like twenty years ago was two thousand one. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because ah, we're fucking old. God, we're old. Well, kids nowadays are referring to the late uh 1900s you know as the 90s right now so it's it's awesome hearing that who wait who says that bunch of kids nowadays are like oh you know the 90s it's the late 1900s like i feel like i should be talking like this the entire time <laughs> when i was a kid <laughs> let us get the nintendo 64 you guys ever heard of that band limp biscuit <laughs> they're a classic 
Okay, where I came from, that's classic. Dude, they, they're fucking listen to 98.5, the classic rock station. You got Soundgarden on there. I know, Nirvana, dude. Red Hot Chili Peppers. There was something shit. I heard on there the other day that, that was literally like a 2000s song, oh. and I was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Amber Lynn Costello. Now that you know that we're old. Yeah. Amber Lynn Costello, 27, in North Babylon, New York, a town 10 miles north of Gilgo Beach, was a prostitute and heroin user who went missing. Oh, she was on September uh, 2nd, 2010. That night, she reportedly went to meet a stranger who had called her several times and offered her $1,500 for her services. So, of right, course, I'd I mean, go. Yeah, for 1500 bucks, of course she's going to. Yeah, know. that's a pretty good way to lure somebody. Poor girl. After these four bodies were found, and these are the ones that were found in Gilgo Beach together. Yeah, that was the GB4. The GB4. Yeah. Gotcha. After these four bodies were found, police widened the scope of their search. As they did this, more and more gruesome things were found. Yep. In late March and early April of 2011... Damn, that's yeah, so, so not yeah. ten years so ago. crazy. Ten years, ten years ago. That's insane. Man, four, yes, four more bodies were oh. found. One body was found about a mile east of where the uh, first four were located, and three more on the north side of the highway several miles further down. Jeez. What differed about these four was that none of their remains were encased in burlap as the initial four had been. Because remember, again, they were found in burlap sacks. But there is something else weird about them that uh, I think I, I made a comment about it in there, too, that you'll okay. see the, like... The habit of like putting bodies in things, which you'll see what I'm talking about, but it, it definitely bodes for me to like, yeah, it's probably the same fucking guy. And the crazy thing about this is that Shannon Gilbert, uh, the, Still hasn't the woman we were speaking of uh, in the beginning, whose disappearance actually sparked yeah. the, the entire search. She wasn't even among them. She wasn't even no. part of it. They didn't nope. even find her yet. No, um, not, not as of, yeah. Right. She so, was one of the last ones they found, I think. Suffolk County police expanded their search into Nassau County in an effort to find more potential bodies. So they obviously knew some shit was, going, was going the fuck on. on. Yeah. I mean, uh, going the frick on. Going the fart on. F fart. 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 Farts. Is that our word? Hey, we'll go with fart. fart. Okay. Fart's fart. good. I hope that doesn't fudge. insult anyone. Fudge. fudge. Go with fudge. I like fudge. Fool. You guys are okay with fudge, right? There's yeah. no like... I don't want to offend any diabetics out there. <laughs> Careful, your intellect is not good enough to handle that joke. Oh, that's movie. right. We're yes. stupid, too. Yeah, we're right? stupid as well. <laughs> we sound like such buttered assholes right now. It's so funny. <laughs> and we're really not at this all. This is how we are. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's just I feel like it's better for us to make fun of it and bring it to a yeah. light. And we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Of these four new bodies, only one has been identified. That is the body of Jessica Taylor. Jessica was only 20 years old and also worked as a prostitute. She went missing in July of 2003. See, found, yeah, some of the older yeah. ones. When they found her body, it was missing its head and hands. Holy shit. Whew. They would later be found at, you guessed it, Gilgo Beach. Another female body was found and named Jane Doe 6. She was found dismembered. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's a lot of dismemberment. Next body found uh, was identified as a young Asian male. Yeah, there you this go. the one we were talking about earlier. Yeah. They dubbed him simply <clears throat> John Doe He. Why, why the He? You already named him John Doe. Yeah, I think right. that's pretty obvious. That's, yeah, why do you need to the fact that he's a male? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like John, whatever. We fuck him, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, oh, actually, no. There was just no period there. <laughs> uh, that would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you put on the teleprompter, Ron will totally read. <laughs> There's another one. Yes. So his name was John Doe. <laughs> He had died, unfortunately, from blunt force trauma. And we're not trying to make fun of how he died or whatever, just the fact that Moody doesn't punctuate very well. Oh, it's sometimes. my fault. <laughs> well, I didn't do that. Anyway, he uh, unfortunately yeah, died fault. from blunt force trauma. The fourth body is not thought to be related to the uh, Lisk for one main reason. It was a child. Ah! Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. 
A toddler between the ages of 16 and 24 months yeah. and named Baby Doe had been found wrapped in a blanket and showed no visible signs of trauma. Oh, that's, see, that's the uh, weird thing to me. Like, they didn't, they couldn't. Died of natural like, causes. Like, it wasn't beat. It wasn't, like, beat up or, like, cut up or there's no, like, bruises and like, nothing, like, no bones, skull frags, like, right. nothing. Like they have no idea. So maybe like whoever and I looked had around the kid, to see something happened, and they I looked didn't know around what to, do, to see right. if they ever figured out. Like I could not find a cause of death for that for the baby for the kid. I I don't know. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if they ever figured out what. If they did, I, I couldn't yeah. find it anywhere. Um, well, that sucks. Regardless, like that, so that's I don't fucking know. horrible. Terrible. Oh shit, that's good. <laughs> Just gotta sip on it, bro. <laughs> Oh my god! So I don't know if it, and that like I don't know if this, so that's weird because I don't know if it was like, you know, woman gave birth, did, couldn't take it, freaked out, and just tossed it, and it just happened to be in the same area. Or I think maybe it could have been related, like that could have been the child of one of the people killed. Or Suffolk uh, County officials have not ruled the baby's death a homicide. No. Okay, yeah. and speculate that it was unrelated to the alleged victims of the Long Island serial killer as it obviously did not fit with their established modus operandi in any discernible way, which makes right. sense. Yeah, no, I get, I get, but I, I feel like it's still it's gotta, I feel like it's got to have something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, it could. is it possible that one of those women had a kid? Uh, that's what I'm saying, like, and it just kind of, kid got in the way and was just kind of like, but, but if it's out. not, But if it's not ruled a homicide, then that would mean that, I mean, because there's three, what is it, there, there's three. There's homicide, suicide and like accidental accidental and natural, natural causes, causes yeah. those are those are the four yeah. ways that if they put on a death certificate that that's that's how you were labeled if you die yeah there's only four yeah. you know unless it's unknown unknown yeah. unknown causes which is weird to me like you can't figure out what the hell it is it's like aliens probe their assholes you know what i mean like i don't know well i mean that would go on what that would probably be accidental right <laughs> <laughs> i don't know would it could you imagine dying due to anal probing yeah i mean they didn't they, they didn't mean to kill you so it was uh, an accident they were just trying to get colon information it was just a little too big yeah but or did they and maybe that's why it's unknown that's oh, true that's yeah true. so we don't conspiracy, we don't know man. what they're doing so, on April 11th, the search in Nassau County intensified. Nassau! And soon afterward, a set of partial remains were uncovered. Oof. Bones found by a police dog, a good dog, as well as a separate skull from yet another possible victim. Yeah. This brought the body count linked to the alleged Long Island serial killer to 10. It's a big number. That's a very big, big number. By the way, Yeah. Um, of course, is what we do here. We always derail on this. But yeah. um, I was listening to the Sons of Sam. That right, yeah, Netflix me that, thing. Yeah. and it's actually really awesome. And I don't know if you guys have checked it out. It's on Netflix or whatever. And when I say listening to, I was actually at work and I just kind of put my earbuds in and yeah. just kind of like let it play. And it's kind of weird because I'm pretty sure that the um, what's his name, Son of Sam Killer. What was it? Berkowitz. I, was it seven? He killed. So, supposedly, yeah, watch, watch yeah. the Netflix thing. Yeah, I think it was like seven, eight. I don't remember the body. Like, it was something like that. But then. When you think about world famous, um, like legendary serial killers, Jack the Ripper always comes up, but he only had like what three, four, I think, three or four, four definitive yeah. kills. Yeah. So it's just, it's just crazy to me. Is it the fact that it's unknown and we don't know who yeah, I think so. Jack the Ripper was? And listen, one day we will, we'll do an episode on Jack the Ripper. It's unsolved. Yeah. Huh? It is unsolved. Yeah, it's unsolved, and uh, but it's just <laughs> so super theories, popular. Dude, that's right? such a crazy, and, and it's very, very. It's it, that's a very long one, and a lot of people have done it too. But eventually, we will touch on that. But anyway, I'm just putting it into perspective that like right now we're at a serial killer with ten, and you know, not saying this is not like world renowned news, news, but if you go back and you look at, um, 
you know, like when people talk about like, you know, uh, uh, Jack the Ripper, right? Yeah. He only, he only, and I don't want to say only either. I'm not know, downplaying right? the fact. And there's a lot, right. man. If you look at a lot of serial killers too, like if you look at even some of the more, like obviously the real famous ones have pretty high body counts, but there's been some like, if you look into a lot of serial killers, they'll have like three or four. Yeah. And like, that's not what lot. you think of necessarily when you think of a serial killer. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're instantly thinking Bundy. Right. Right. Yeah. Or Gacy or yeah. whatever it is, which by the way, I started watching that Gacy one too. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, uh Did you see it was, there was a picture I put up John Wayne Gacy as a, a kid. Little He's a fat little fucker, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. I mean, farter. I mean, I mean, fricker, ooh, fudger, ooh. fudger, pooper, pooper. I mean, I'm sure he probably had poop in his diaper. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, moving on here. So uh, the, so it's up to 10 now. On April 22nd, yes. police found two human teeth while hacking through thick brush alongside Ocean Parkway with machetes and chainsaws. Fucking gross. Officials what, the fuck had, was, what the hell was he doing there? What? Chainsaw was helping him hack through? <laughs> said it with machetes and chainsaw. I don't think I don't think it's him. By the way, we are getting, and listeners, we do listen to your feedback, and we know that you want to have Chainsaw back on the show, and we will we will make that happen for Look, you. Look, he's old. It's hard, you know? Yeah. We got to have... We, we keep telling have, him when to come in, but he forgets every we time. We got to have the paramedics ready. We've got to have certain <laughs> life support systems, right, and it's right. hard. We have to have oxygen pumped into the, yeah. the station. Like a, like, like a yeah, casino. It's just, yeah. It's, it's to keep him awake. It's, it's it's rough. It's rough. <laughs> so officials had reported previously that the dense vegetation in the area was making their search difficult. So that's why they're out there with the machetes and chainsaws and stuff because right. you know they want to. They got to find. They're trying it. to be as thorough as possible, right. which is great. Especially after work. they found fucking eleven bodies now. Yeah, yeah. But finding teeth, man. Uh, uh, but see, like that to me, because like, I mean. I don't know. Maybe someone got in a fight, and knocked a couple fucking right. teeth out. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but still, you, you wouldn't be like a little unnerved finding it. And, and no pun intended, but uh, you wouldn't be a little unnerved if you found like a tooth. Oh, okay. To put this like, like a human molar. To put this into perspective, by. though. To put this into perspective. I, I mean, obviously, this is a different situation. But my daughter, she had a loose tooth, so we did. We <laughs> we tied her tooth to a hockey, like a ball, like a street hockey ball. And I slap shotted her tooth out of her mouth, and we couldn't find it. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's but that's awesome. a child's that's tooth. I, I would be a little, it's still a fucking yeah, tooth. But I'd be well, a little right, more. Yeah. I, if I saw like a little itty bitty one, I'd be like, oh, someone little little kid lost her tooth. Maybe they're yeah. on a plane or whatever. Yeah. But if I see like a human molar or something instantly, yeah, I just go to a dark dark place on it. But no, speaking no, of it dark, makes sense. Yeah, it speaking sense. of dark places, my wife. Any Is niece? This about your butthole? No, no. Oh. It's a dark, it's a dark <laughs> you know, place. It's a real dark place. <laughs> um, if she if she finds out that like a little kid, uh, any of our nieces, nephews, little cousins like that, if they have a loose tooth, she will chase them down to try and push it and get the tooth out of their mouth. Ugh. Yeah, she's got this thing about it. You know how some some people have these things about like like they like to pop zits. I love yeah. popping zits. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, that's yeah. Great. But anyway, she it's likes fun. to she likes to take teeth. teeth my own. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's a serial or at least the making of a serial killer. Uh, possibly. possibly. I'll yeah. make sure Ava stays away from her because she's on a loose tooth. So, oh, yeah. Don't yeah. let mama get a hold of her. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. No, 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 no. We're good. We're good. This, so your life is like, so I married an axe murderer now? Yes, that's exactly what it is. But now I love that. A, a Whoa, man. Whoa, Whoa man. man. Whoa, man. I met a girl. <laughs> Drink up, fuckers. Great movie, by the way. Yeah, salute, salute. Yeah. This McCallum's Bro, fucking delicious, so by the way. So fucking good. So now these partial remains have never been identified, except as Jane Doe number three and Jane Doe number seven. The remains of Jane Doe number three were discovered in a plastic bag oh, near Jones Beach State Park. DNA analysis indicates her to be the mother of baby Doe. Oh, oh. That, see, that's what I'm saying. 
Wait, wait. So are they include? Hold on a second. Are they including Jane Doe number three in the the, the body count four? I don't know. Possibly. Because if that's the case, then why is Baby Doe? Why would Doe? you not count Baby? Yeah, right, especially. Right. So that's that's another thing that I don't understand. Yes, yeah, that's, that's odd. DNA also linked D, uh, Jane Doe number seven, whose skull and several teeth were recovered at uh, Tobey Beach, to set uh, to a set of severed legs, Yeeks. found in garbage bags on a uh, on Fire Island in April of 1996. So they were finding bodies before they knew what was going on. Like, yeah, way... so they found the, they found a pair of legs in '96, and then when they were doing this search, they found the skull and teeth that matched that uh, through DNA. That's crazy. On September 20th, 2011, police released composite sketches of Jane Doe number six and John Doe, in addition to photographs of matching jewelry worn by both Jane Doe number three and Baby Doe in hopes of identifying the victim. So wait a minute. Uh, it was, it was, remember, it was John Doe he. <laughs> but oh so they had matching jewelry on 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 the, the mother baby. and the baby, and the baby yeah. Yeah. oh that's so fucking that's sad, sad. Dude, i know Ugh. that's why i don't understand like if, if they, they that had to that had to be part of it it has to be yeah there's it, that seems way too whatever and i don't understand too like all these bodies are fucking unidentified like nobody reported these people missing like Especially no one was like 24 hey, month old baby yeah i got a friend it had a 16-month-old kid, and I haven't seen him in a while, and we're not sure what happened to him. Right. Like, nobody, like, there's no reports of a missing woman with a kid. And it's like it was that long ago either that, like, oh, I haven't received mail from them recently. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, but in that in that context, is it possible that maybe that these women that aren't, they haven't determined who they are yet uh, and their identities, is it possible that maybe they're not from the, around that area? Is there somebody? I mean, maybe. Because that somebody woman driving was from through, like a, like the a one truck that they driver. was from Maine. Yeah. A dump, truck driver could easily bodies. dump bodies, yeah. and it's happened before. Well, it's right. like the uh, was the I forty corridor down there in like Texas yep. and shit. They, they they called it like the whatever the something highway, and they just because they found so many fucking bodies all over the place. Jeez, because truckers were just people were just dumping bodies along the highway. That sounds like an amazing bonus. Oh, that may be. What, tell people how to dump bodies? <laughs> no, <laughs> if you're a truck driver, tune in next week. No, 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 chainsaw. chainsaw. Shit. Yeah, we gotta talk to chainsaw. Yeah. I wonder how many people he's killed. Uh, I don't know. Probably a lot. <laughs> it's unsolved, so that would be a good bonus episode. Yeah, that's true. So in December 2016, just five years ago, yep. authorities linked the DNA of Jane Doe number three to the unidentified torso of a woman found in Hempstead Lake Park in 1997. Gee, what the holy shit. So they found legs in 96, a torso in 97. And like nobody thought anything back then. Like this is the worst mm. puzzle in history. Yeah, it's, not, it's fucking crazy. Not to be weird or anything, but I'm like I'm curious on the condition yeah, of that, the. Yeah, true that I'm already on here. Um, <laughs> but like the condition of the parts, though. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, some for of it to them, be that far spaced out and then to be in still well, I assume condition. I assume that the uh, the stuff that they found in '96 was in much better condition than the shit they found five years ago. Yeah, true. Because that's 20 years apart. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so I'm sure it was mostly just bones. It's fucking sad. So the victim had been dubbed Peaches under the Hempstead Lake Park investigation, so named for a tattoo on the woman's chest. According Which to, they probably found on the torso back in right, the day. Right, back in 97. Okay. Yeah. According to a recent Long, uh, Long Island press report, investigators said that Peaches was a black woman between the ages of 20 and 30. Her torso was discovered by a hiker who found it stuffed in a plastic bag inside a green Rubbermaid container on June 28th, 1997. First of all, why the fuck you open in that container? Well, now you have to. Every time I see a container, dude, on the side of the road, I'm fucking opening it up. It could be money. It could be. That's, that's stupid. No. Yeah. No, because if somebody's, I listen, I am that person that if I see that and if I do find a body, 
or pieces or whatever, I'm calling the cops. And then hopefully well, they can. Well, no shit, you're calling the well, cops. What I'm saying, though, is, is then hopefully they can find out who she is and find out the kill, who the killer is. I see is that on the side of the road, like a garbage bag just sitting there. I'm like, nope. Nope. Yeah, no. Because me this and my paranoia. Shit ain't my problem. Right. What do they say on. Uh, on uh, dude, look at me. You think I'm not going to be the first suspect? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you found the body, huh? They're like, sure. why? <laughs> but what do they say on, uh, on uh, one of the other Fuck, podcasts dude. we listen to all the time? Mind your fucking business. Mind your fucking business. And that's it. That's rule number one. Mind shit your fucking business. Shit ain't my Problem. Yeah, it ain't my problem. I'll let, somebody, I'll, I couldn't let, do that. I'll let John take care of it. I'm that guy that drives down the side of the road and just sees you like a garbage bag. If and I'm I like, see that, I'll call you from now on. Yeah, Be like, John, 71 between Bagley and yeah. Pearl, there's a garbage bag. You should check it out. Check yeah, it out. I do. I'm, the, I'm that guy. If I drive down the road and I see a garbage bag on the side of the road, I at least am inquisitive enough to go poke it. I wonder. You know, oh, what I mean? that, that's why I don't go because yeah, I okay. wonder. No, right. it could be even like a freaking IED or something too. And all of a sudden, you just boom. It's you know? True, it could be a bomb. Yeah, but how many? What? How many of those? Are, come on, just the paranoia. The likelihood of a, being a body is way more than it being a bomb. You never know. Not that either one of them are good. No. What if it's, what if it's a body rigged as a bomb? Right. Then I'm fucked. Yeah. That was your a, own. That was a fucked up movie too. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The uh uh the, the, the military movie with body bomb. No, <laughs> no. The Hurt Locker? Uh, yeah, the Hurt Locker. locker. Yeah. I haven't seen oh it. Oh, my God, dude. They, it was like a kid. They, like, sewed him open or cut him open yeah. and put a couple, like, like bricks of, like, C4 and shit in his, like, torso. But it was a kid that one of the guys knew, like, just saw him the day before. And then he walks in and sees Ooh. him laying on a table with uh, a phone in there. So they call it, and it just detonates, like... And they had to go in there and like disarm the bomb. Oh, my God. If anyone hasn't seen that movie, please watch it. it well, is wasn't that in Batman, too, with the Joker? Where he had the guy that had the uh, the bomb inside of him in the prison. Oh, you're talking about the Dark Knight? In the yeah. Jail cell? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't feel so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, so unfortunately, because no head has been found to match Jane Doe number three, or Peaches, as she was called, police have not been able to release a composite sketch of what she may have looked like. So those are the, the details behind of who she may have been. Is that, right. you know, just, you know, she was a black woman between 10, uh, 20 and 30 and she had the peaches on her. At this point, authorities began to speculate the alleged killer was someone familiar with law enforcement techniques. Uh As the phone of one victim was used to call the deceased sister several times. Yeah, it's crazy. However, the calls were too short in duration to be traced. Mm. And And the locations used, such as Manhattan's Penn Station, were too highly trafficked for anyone in particular to stand out. Okay, so we have a, a pretty intelligent... He knows what he's doing. Character on our hands here. He knows how to circumvent things. Several other bodies discovered in other areas of Long Island have been speculated to be the work of the Long Island serial killer and are being considered by authorities. Correct. Although without any hard evidence linking them, the connections are considered speculation and nothing more. Yeah. The bodies found are as follows. These are the other ones that they haven't decided whether they want to lump them in with the uh, LISC. Okay. On June 28th, 1997, the... Junior! Catch up, mustard. I used to have a really bad stutter and a lisp when I was younger. I still have one, so it's all good. Yeah, I did. Thanks, Dad. I don't mean to laugh. In fact, I know he's not... picturing you right now with this. Yeah. I know he's not listening right now, but my buddy Sean always makes fun of me. How I always say... I used to say bitch, but when I did it, it was bitch. And you probably can't hear me say it out there, but if you watch my mouth, yeah, it was, I it's a bitch. It. <laughs> it was like bitch. So he'd be like, he, every time he'd see me, he was like, what's up, bitch? <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, man. <laughs> you probably know, you know, Sean. May? Sean May. Yeah. 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 Dude, Fucker. his bases are fucking funny. Oh, he's so, dude, if you guys are um, um, interested in just amazing musical equipment, or if you're a bass player out there or whatever, look at uh, May bases. Oh, so Some good. of the most gorgeous 
bases in the entire he's, world. He's made some insane yeah, shit. Yeah, he's awesome. So anyway, the, on uh, June 28th, 1997, the dismembered torso of an unidentified young African-American uh, male was found at Hempstead Lake State Park. So that seems to be another thing that ties a lot of these together is the dismemberment. Yeah. There seems to be a lot of just pieces, parts. Like, and they found, like... I like it didn't really say on a lot of them, but like you gotta you stuffing a body into a sack. Like I'm sure they probably cut some shit off to make it easier to right. get in there, right? Well, that or the fact to try and help out with the unidentified like yeah, a lot of heads are missing and shit. Right, like, like that's yeah. the most identified parts are your hands and your head. So yeah. again, when we talked about like uh, doing, which I agree 100. percent Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, we were talking about earlier uh, with the. Um, you know, making the phone calls and how like yeah, yeah. just methodic and evil that yeah. is. Yeah. Do you know how long it takes to dismember a body? No, John. How long did it take you? No, I was asking you because I figured you knew. <laughs> I mean, maybe. No, but in reality, it's a though, long fucking time. Listening like, to if you hear yeah. like other podcasts talk about like people say that it's taken them all day to dismember a body. Yeah, like really? it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, like because well, like if you go to a butcher shop, you would think like not saying like take a bite of a butcher shop, but like it doesn't take them long to like dismember a pig or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it but takes generally... longer than you think. Really? Yeah. yeah. It takes longer oh, than you and think. You're generally talking about people that are not butchers and they don't have the tools either. So you're true. Dude's got a hacksaw trying to saw through bone or the yeah. knowledge because you have to know where to go through like, it, like to make so it soft, easy. The soft points. Right. So yeah. butchers know where to go joints. in between joints and things yeah, like right. that and how to cut. Other with... people are just trying to cut through a fucking human uh, femur. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And on top of that, most butchers get their their animals already like they're they're already. <laughs> Uh, it's like, I hate to sound or... gross or whatever, but yeah, they've already been um, hollowed out. Hollowed out. They've been. Um, what do they call that when you um, you go and you you take the insides out? Gutted. And well, gut. You could say gutted, whatever. Like but bowled like, or whatever the hell. It no, is. it's like so when you're a hunter or whatever, and you're out and you get your field deer dressed. Field dressed. Ah, thank you. Go. Yeah. So they've all been field dressed for the most yeah. part and drained of blood. Skinned. All right. Skinned. So when you get them or whatever, and they have to chop it up or whatever, they're pretty much already like they're ten steps ahead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Where these guys, women, whomever. And there are plenty of women out there who have done this kind of shit, in which I would love to do like a really just crazy like serial killer women serial killer that have done some crazy shit because yeah, there's man. been some yeah. fucked up shit like the woman over in England that ended up killing her husband and boiled his head and yeah. was like trying to feed it to the family. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, oh. that's fucked. So anyway, what I'm saying though is is that then you have um, all the cleanup with it. You've got everything yeah, involved it's a with it. Disaster. You've got DNA everywhere. Depending on what you use, blood splatter or spatter is fucking so hard to not only completely clean up, right. but to keep in control. It's like always going to be there. That's the thing. You get the lights out. Like, because people, <clears throat> I mean, you listen to old cases where people have painted over rooms and shit like that, and they can still see the blood underneath the fucking new layer of paint. Absolutely. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They bring yeah. in the luminol, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Luminol is a wonderful fucking thing. So on March 3rd, 2007, a suitcase containing the dismembered torso of an unidentified Hispanic or African-American washed up on a beach in Mamoronic? Sure. I think it sounds right. Mamoronic. So this this is what I was talking about before when I was like, there's other instances of people being stuffed in shit and found like in burlap sacks, in suitcases, in plastic. Like that's another thing that you see a lot in a lot of these bodies being found is they've been shoved in some shit. I just can't believe that this is like freaking up to five years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and the advancements of technology that we have right now, like, and you don't really hear about it. No, no I. It's this is it's just crazy to me. Like it's a huge story, but outside of like Long Island, like you don't hear about it that yeah. much. Yeah. Until recently, like they got these uh, the Netflix documentaries coming out. There's a couple of them actually about this, but. So, all right. Well, Tanya Rush, 39 of Brooklyn, whose dismembered body was discovered in a suitcase on the side of the Southern State Parkway in Belmore, New York. 
It is theorized that these last two are at least related to each other due to the suitcase disposal tactic. Hmm. Oh, poor ladies. The remains That's of why a, I don't look at shit on the side of the road. Smart man. The remains of an Asian woman between the ages of 20 and 30 years old were found in a sandy area on a on Sheep Lane in Laddington. And it, so the, the ages are pretty close too with all yeah. this. Between like 20, 20 30. 30 yeah. I mean, yeah. there was one that was like the last one was 39. So 20s, a little older. Like basically like 20s to 40s. That's just middle, yeah. middle of the road. Yeah. Ugh. On March 16, 2013, 31-year-old Natasha Jugo, or Yugo, it's J-U-G-O. Yeah, I'm not sure of the pronunciation. Yeah. Uh, disappeared after leaving her home in Queens. On June 24, uh, 2013, her body washed up on Gilgo Beach. Fuck. That was a- okay, now so. Three months? Wow. With that one, yeah. since I don't see a lot more information as far yeah, as Yeah, there's not concerned. much. There's no, I didn't see a whole lot. Of so the they don't know the if she was dismembered or if she was in a bag or anything like that? I, I didn't see anything. Okay. They just said her body washed up. Or made, I think she, her body just washed up. Okay, and uh, like we said earlier, we're going to uh, post a picture up that we have of where the yeah. bodies have been found over. It's crazy how fucking close they are. And it's yeah. right on the beach, yeah. too. That's crazy. Wow. So Shannon uh, Shannon Gilbert's body, remember uh, the first woman we talked about, unfortunately, today, uh, she was eventually found. She was found in a marsh about a half of a mile from the client's house that she disappeared from. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, that close. Investigators maintained there was no foul play in Shannon's case. Okay. She wound up dead and there's no foul play. Yeah. Interesting. There's, and, and she was at somebody's house screaming. It's, it's right. that, that whole thing, her whole case in and of itself is fucking crazy. Fudging crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. Pooping crazy? There you or go. Farting crazy. Farting. <laughs> farting crazy. Well, they say she got caught up in the muddy brush and bramble of the marsh and drowned per NBC. Okay. Now, hold on. Before I even go further with, with this. She was in a panic. Yep. Something or someone was, ha- you know, after her. Suppose, yeah, we get into a lot of that other shit. Okay, too, good. So. Okay, good. Just saying, so I can understand yeah. them saying. Okay. So as of now, what they have is she was at a client's house. She ended up at someone else's front door screaming and yelling. And she did. So without going too far in it, because we do talk about it. She had made a 911 call, a 21 minute long 911 call. Wow. And we talk about it a little bit in another spot. But so she was running making this phone call ends up at this dude's house screen about uh like the one thing they say is like she was saying they're trying to kill me they're trying to kill me and then she takes off from this dude's house disappears and then they find her a mile and a half down in a marsh so their theory is that there was no foul play in her death they think that she was just in a fucking panic ran through the marsh and ended up drowning interesting and also interesting is the they are trying to kill me as well yeah interesting Ooh. yeah, yeah. Good, good good pickup on that yeah so um they speculate that I say they right off the rip here. They, as investigators, <laughs> yeah. speculate that she accidentally wandered into the swamp in a drug-induced panic and got caught up and drowned. Mm. Right. Her family, however, thought this was a bunch of fucking malarkey. I mean, frigging malarkey. Pooping malarkey. Fudging malarkey. Sorry. <laughs> Mary, her mother, and the Gilberts family's estate lawyer, John Ray, believe Shannon was killed. Her purse and cell phone were found a few days earlier, just a quarter mile from where she was found dead. Her oxygen, the oxygen network. Yes, right yeah, now. there was a lot of good stuff. They uh, good oxygen because yeah. they talked about. There's a lot of good like that website has a lot of good stuff about serial killers. Like when I look up a lot of the stuff, there's a lot of good shit on it because they talk about they talk about a lot of the um, um like shows and stuff that they're doing on Netflix. Like whenever there's a new like serial killer show or something, they'll talk about it. And right. then they, they, there's a lot of good research on there. They, they have a lot of good shit on that. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, good job, out. Oxygen. We'll have to check it out. Yeah. They got a lot of good stuff on there. So police won't budge on the drowning theory, however, but after the police ordered um, autopsy that they 
Oh, they put out there for her. The medical examiner ruled her cause of death inconclusive. Of course they did. Mm, remember, you got four, five. So, right? yeah, five. and see, that that makes you wonder because she was found, quote unquote, drowned in a marsh. Like, why isn't it drowning? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, does she have liquid in her lungs? Right. Right. Because you know I mean? then if that's how she died, like, you know that she drowned. Yeah. It's crazy to me, too, that when they do these autopsies and stuff, they can actually determine whether or not you, the type of water that was in your lungs, uh, whether it was fresh water or the water that you were found in, like like if you were in a bathtub and someone drowned you and then and took then you out to the lake. threw you in the ocean, yeah. They can tell whether or not yeah, you were dead before. Yeah, because after you died, nothing's getting in. Right. Yeah, nothing's getting in or out. Like, and yeah. It's stuck yeah. in there. Well, that's my point, is like before or after you died, they can tell whether or not that water was in there. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, did you die because, you know, it's just, it's awesome to me that they do that. So when you hear something that's inconclusive from just, how long ago was this? Uh, da, 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 Six, da. seven years ago? Yeah. That's insane. Fucking insane. Yeah. Anyway, so her mom um, her um, her mom says Shannon's death was linked to the other, uh, the 10 other murders based on yeah, the independent she's examination convinced. conducted by former New York City medical examiner Michael Baden. Uh, wait, that's, is that the guy, Baden? Michael Baden, the guy from um, uh, Autopsy? Is that him? Maybe. I don't, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not familiar with Autopsy. Real, hold on, I got to look this up real quick. Sorry, folks. I'm in this. I'm in the zone right is now. Is that a show or a podcast? No, it's or? not him. He's just a pathal. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it is. I just spelled his fucking name wrong because I'm stupid. Yeah, yeah. The, this yeah, guy right here. So yeah, is Floyd. That guy. You've seen him before. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like a very world yeah, yeah. renowned. I didn't even put that together when I saw yeah, that. He name. was on Autopsy. Yeah. So he's like, if he's into this shit, yeah. You know what I mean? So he says that there was no evidence indicating Shannon drowned, succumbed yeah. to the elements, or overdosed. The theory Suffolk County authorities were pushing per NBC. Which is, so what they basically, what the mom, what the family said was that they didn't trust the autopsy that was done per the city Makes or sense. whatever. So they hired this guy to do one. And even he said. And was, he was like, nah, she didn't drown. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. There were no drugs in her. So she just died of stress, natural causes. I don't know. You know like, so on a wow. side note, um, Michael Baden, I think this is, it's either Baden or Baden, whatever it is. Baden. Um, that was my first real Boyfriend, <laughs> lover. <laughs> oh, I wish the dude's freaking amazing. Anyway, his show Autopsy was on HBO, and when I was younger, oh, I used to never, watch. That's it. why I never saw it because I never had HBO. Yeah, I used to watch it all the time, and it used to freak me the fuck out. And that was my first like real. Um, only, only rich kids had HBO. Push right? into it. Yeah, we were not HBO. Rich. Get a max, man. <laughs> Listen, we didn't have milk, but we had HBO. You know what I mean? Hey. Like, you know, hey, mom, pray some, things are, some things are more important. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so one piece of evidence that could settle these conflicting theories could be the recordings of Shannon's 911 call, during which she reportedly told the operator, quote, 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 they are trying to kill me. According to former Suffolk County Chief of Detectives Dominic Verone, in an interview with, uh, or that's what he says, yeah. In yeah. an interview with 48 Hours, he recalled, quote, she's saying, there's someone after me. There's someone after me. It's a girl who cl clearly believes she's in harm's way, end quote. Yeah. So, Jeez. and this is a detective, right? Kind of right. Yeah. So, obviously, and the they, the they thing. That's... Yeah, what does that what does that mean? Right. You know? You know yeah, it's so weird. And well, okay, anyway, well, let's keep going here. Jeez, yeah, cuz yeah. my brain's going like a, a million yeah, miles so a minute much, right now. Dude, like that's the thing with like if you separate her case from the Liska case, it makes the it makes her case even stranger, but it also makes the other one just as strange. Right. Like if they're correlated. I mean, together they're weird. Right. But like even if you look at them as separate cases, they're both fucking really strange. 
Yeah, it's it's just the so whole weird. thing between the two of them is just fucking crazy. So then at this point, my brain goes to that there's multiple suspects and multiple people involved in this. That's another theory. Okay, that there's right. multiple killers. All right, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. So Shannon's last client, Joseph uh, Brewer, and neighbors in Oak Beach made additional calls to the police that evening as well, according to Oxygen. Mm-hmm. The Gilbert's, uh, Gilbert's lawyer eventually was able to listen to the tapes and says they are, uh, they are a valuable resource in this case. Okay. The police, as of now from what we can find, have still not made the tapes public, and the family's lawyer is barred from discussing what was said on the tapes. Wow. In a shocking turn of events, Mary Gilbert, that's the mom, mm-hmm. was murdered in 2016. What? Yeah, just keep reading. Mary was stabbed to death by her other daughter and Shannon's younger sister, Sarah, in July of 2016. What? Yeah, Sarah, she was killed by her own daughter. Uh, Sarah, who was diagnosed with schizophrenia, was sentenced to 25 years in prison in 2017 after pleading not guilty by reason of insanity. Holy shit. Yeah. My God, that fucking family's that's, having yeah, it's a fucking bad, bad troubles. Times. Bad times. All right, so there's the rundown of the victims they attribute to the killer or killers and some other possible victims. We know what you're asking yourselves. Quote, hey, guys, I know that the case is not solved, but they do have some suspects, right? Yeah. There's got to be someone, right? They do. Well, maybe. Maybe. There are a couple of suspects and theories, and we'd be happy to run through them for you. Would we? Yes. Well, at least I would. Do you say so, bro? So there are four main suspects we're going to talk about here as they are the four that most people seem to gravitate towards. And we're going to exclude Chainsaw from this, um, you know, just because we don't have enough evidence yet. I mean... Right. (laughs) (laughs) Whether the cases against them are strong or not... How does that guy still like it? (laughs) Because he he loves us and we love him. Um, And if you're new here and you're listening, Chainsaw is a very good friend of ours that comes to the show every now and then. What are you, new? (laughs) What are you, new here? Uh, anyway, he's awesome, and uh, we'll have him back on the show soon. But he is old. Anyway, he is the uh, I think third oldest man in the world right now, third or fourth. Yeah, he's yeah. up there. I'm just he's I'm... definitely top five. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, whether or not these uh, cases are you know strong or not, they, uh, they're the best anyone has right now. Okay, so they're basically like they're grasping at straws and they're trying to grab what they can on this. So first up, we uh, first up we have Doctor Peter Hackett. Hackett became linked to the case after Shannon Gilbert. Um, you know, um, or the case of Shannon Gilbert after he called her mother, Mary Gilbert, after Shannon's disappearance. Hackett was once a, quote, big shot in his private Oak Beach neighborhood. But after the phone call or that phone call, Hackett found himself linked to the unsolved Long Island murder mystery. Hackett, the former head of the Suffolk County Emergency Medical Services, had become an integral, and why did I say it like that? Integral part of the private, secluded Oak Beach community by the time Gilbert, a Craigslist, uh, Craigslist sex worker, disappeared in May 2010 after meeting a client in the community. Quote, he was sort of the local big shot in Oak Beach. Um, that's from Robert Colker, the author of Lost Girls, an Unsolved American Mystery, said in an interview, which sounds like a great book, to be honest with you. Yeah. Quote, he raised That's a family. That's the one I believe they made the Netflix documentary out of, too. Okay. Gotcha. I did not get a chance to watch it. Quote, he raised a family there, uh, was, their, um, was their emergency services guy, their security guy. Anytime there was anything going on, he was helpful. When Hackett called Mary, Shannon's mother, a few days later, she claimed the doctor told her he had interacted with Shannon the night she died. Hmm. Hackett, who police have said is not a suspect, initially denied ever making the call, but later admitted to calling the Gilbert family after phone records showed he had placed two different calls in the days that followed her disappearance. In two letters to 48 Hours in 2011, he denied ever seeing Shannon that night, 
but said he had called the family to be, quote, supportive after getting Mary's number from Shannon's boyfriend and driver when the pair came to the uh, neighborhood to look for Shannon in the days after she disappeared. Oh. All right. So, so, so far, I'm, I'm feeling it's very thin on this guy. All right. Is that, is that all I have right there for him? No. Cause, okay. Cause I have, I have something else. There's a, there's another theory about this guy too. Okay. Cause he claims that he never saw her, never talked to her, whatever the case may be. But there's, there's another theory that has to do with him and her last client too, that brewer guy. Okay. So I'll, I'll get into that a little bit. In, okay. Well. Quote, during my conversations with them, they asked that I call the family. He wrote, Hackett denied any contact with Shannon and denied providing any medical treatment. Hackett said in his response to 48 Hours that he had been at home sleeping with his wife the night Shannon disappeared. Quote, there's no proof that he even saw her that night, but he did call Mary, one person close to the case has said during an interview. Police have said they do not consider Hackett a suspect in the killings, according to the Long Island Press. However, Shannon's family, who has maintained the woman's death, was not an accident, because remember they claim that she... It was inconclusive and she drowned. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, they believe the doctor may have had something to do with the woman's death and filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Hackett in 2012. Wow, yes. that's some balls there. And that, right. yeah. You, I mean, you've got to have like some real devout feelings about yeah. something. You know what I mean? Especially if you're not even a, you're not even on the the radar right now as a suspect right. with the police. Well, I mean, right. well, he kind of put him. He kind of put himself in the investigation by making phone calls to the family. Well, that and the fact that he denied even making those phone calls as well. And that it was that's the part. That's the thing. Like he made him. Like, he, yeah, made him he brought that shit upon himself. Right. Which is another weird thing. Like, why would you even do that if you had nothing to do with it? Right. So right. my question is, did he call before or after? They knew that she was uh, missing because they said on the night that she was missing, right? Well, yeah, they no, made he... two phone calls. There was one that happened before she went missing, and then like a day after she went missing, something like that. They yeah, yeah after they found out she was missing, because I mean made, it, he made a phone call. I know time, that the timeline to me is what matters with yeah. this because like yeah, yeah. if if you left here and then all of a sudden Logan calls me and goes, "Hey, uh, have you heard from Moody?" Like ten minutes later. Ten minutes later, right. I'm gonna be like, uh, "Dude, he just left." No, why? And then all of a sudden you're. Gone, or yeah, they find your body that's like that. Shady as shit. I'm immediately gonna be like, Logan, come on, man. <laughs> now what are we gonna do? Yeah, get fuck. Just God, it was just a bottle of McAllen, man. Throw <laughs> <laughs> him in the pond. So the lawsuit alleged uh, Hackett took Shannon into his home in the early morning hours on the day she disappeared and gave her drugs. Due to the uh, control exercise by Hackett, Shannon's family believes she experienced uh, quote experienced pain, suffering, anguish, agony, and knowledge and fear of her imminent death, according to the lawsuit. Yeah. Yikes. Wow. Quote, upon information and belief on or about May 1st, 2010 at Defendant Hackett's aforesaid <laughs> address, aforesaid? Aforesaid. Aforesaid? I don't know. Is that it? Sounds like a medicine. Oh, man, I got a headache. Take that aforesaid. <laughs> I feel so much better now. Aforesaid address. As Defendant Hackett induced, coerced, overreached, and persuaded Shannon Gilbert to enter his aforesaid premises and to accept the aforesaid treatment. <laughs> And medications he provided and administered to her, the lawsuit said. So they're basically saying that he brought her in, drugged her up, and got her all fucked up. And then and then that's when she freaked out and left the house? Yeah, so that's what I was going to bring up on this one. So basically what it is, is it's showing... Um, I had read this, and uh, I, I just found it again. So basically the theory is that... Um, like Brewer and Shannon got together, like they called her or whatever, and they hooked up and this and that. And... Um, they're saying that uh, she had a, a prescription for something, 
and they think it might have been uh, GHB, which is the day rape drug, because sometimes I guess they prescribe that for random stuff. It says in here it could be prescribed for like narcolepsy and shit. Yeah, okay. yeah, I've heard um, that. Yeah, but it also says that her uh, her symptoms, confusion, sounding drunk, agitated, unaware of surroundings or whatever, are all synonymous with GHB use. Um, and it says it takes about 15 minutes for it to kick in. So what they think happened was that she got a prescription either from Hackett or wherever. Which he's a doctor. He can prescribe that shit. Exactly. And she took it, got all fucked up, and Brewer was like, what the fuck? And then whether she got the prescription from Hackett or not, they think that Brewer took her to see him. And then, like, that's when she... Brewer's the guy that she wound up on his doorstep, right? No. No, who's... Brewer is the client. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 He was, like, the last one, supposedly, to see her Yeah, I'm just trying to... Yeah, go ahead. So they think that she may have... Um, either he brought her to Hackett's or she freaked out and left uh, Brewer's house and went to look for Hackett's house and ended up on the doorstep of that other guy freaking out because she thought she knew where she was, but she wasn't. So when the guy's like, I'll call the police, she was like, fuck that, and freaked out and left. So they, yeah, but, but what's the they're trying to kill me thing then? They said that it could have been from the drugs, which is yeah. why which is why the police even said at the beginning they're like, we think it was a drug induced freak out, and she ended up in the Martian. Yeah. Okay, so it, it could it can at, at times depending on the dosage and stuff like that and what you've done with it, it can pr- produce like hallucinations and shit like that, and like make you think shit's going on that's actually not going yeah. on. It's it's fucking so crazy. Then playing devil's advocate. So that's here. one of the theory. That's one <clears> of the theories though is that Hackett actually did see her that night because of that situation. Right. Because there was a situation involving drugs and well, that would make sense. Brewer either, yeah, thing. like Brewer either took, like he knew Hackett and took her to see him to try to figure out what the fuck was going on and calm her down, or she knew Hackett previously from getting like bogus scripts to fill, and she knew that he lived in that area and he, she tried to find him, and then just sounds shady. So then, so then it could be just a. a just it could be just a fucking. It could be an accident. Yeah. And uh, we'll say an accident because she took the drugs or whatever, right. and she freaked out. And they out cleared. And... They cleared Brewer pretty quick. Okay. Uh, the client. They cleared him pretty quick of any wrongdoing. Interesting. So Hackett's attorney James O'Rourke has denied Hackett had anything to do with Shannon's death and called the allegations against him contained in the lawsuit quote categorically false. I feel like he had something to do with it. I actually do feel like her her, her death is not a part of the whole Long Island. It almost, yeah, it sounds like it's. Not even associated to me. Right. I mean, I mean. See, I feel like this is a whole different case on its own, right? Which is why I'm like, dude, that could be its own fucking thing. Like, that's a crazy story on its own. But they, but they include that in this, right? Because because she was because of the it. timing and when they were looking for her, they found all the other bodies. They think and it the might location, have been the location like, was yeah. like half a mile away. Or wherever it was, it was very close to where all the other bodies were. So but she look, wasn't dismembered at all. Exactly. Yeah, I was that's, just going to say that. Yeah. Like, like you would think that, like, look, she wasn't look, stuffed in a bag or a suitcase. She, was she wasn't dismembered. Like, she wasn't yeah. all beat up. And, yeah. Like, let's get a checklist together here, boys. If they don't tick all the freaking marks right, on there, then right. let's exclude that. Right. I think it. I also think it's just an easy way for them to be like, well, nope, there's another one. And right. And then well, they don't have to fucking make sense because they it. can't figure out what the hell happened with her. So, eh, we'll just talk it up. Yeah. And she might have been a part of this. But the police even say that they don't think she's a part of it. So then. What the fuck? Yeah, it's a weird fucking case. And then on the other side of that too, though, and and this is something that hopefully nobody here at this table ever or any of our listeners ever have to deal with is that the loss of a loved one in that kind of fashion. unknown fashion. Yeah, it's tough. You literally you want to know what happened. You're, and not only that, but you're gonna reach for every fucking possibility you yeah. can think of, and you're you're gonna try to find 
a reasoning behind that. Your mind just goes, okay, there has to be a reason. What is it? Well, there he talked to, to her that night. Yeah. yeah. Then he has to be involved. There's got to be something. Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? And and unfortunately, I feel so bad for those people that have dealt with this kind of stuff. And I, I hopefully, like I said, none of us ever deal with that. Or listeners, I hope you never deal with yeah, that either. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's tough. Man. It's tough. So next up, uh, we have a uh, one James Bissett or Bissett Bissett. We'll say Bissett. Bissett, I think. Yeah. Bissett was one of the suspects of the case because he was the main supplier of burlap. Yeah. In the region of Long Island, and the killer used burlap to strangle women whose remains were found in the area during the investigation. Well, only four of them were found in burlap, right? As the far as I four, could, the yeah. first four at least were. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't seems, know like where the rest of it came yeah, from. Super thin so far. And they were also found stuffed inside burlap sack. Like we said, however, yeah, just wait. Bissett uh, or Bissett could not be interrogated as he took his own life while in his car at Mattituck Park right after Shannon's body was discovered. Whoa. So, wow. like, I looked around for more information on this guy and I didn't really find a whole lot. <clears throat> and I didn't want to put anything in there that I wasn't sure about. Right. Like, just like if I found it on like a sketch website somewhere that was just like, oh, kind of whatever. Yeah. So, I don't really know a whole lot about this guy. Like, I don't know about his past. I don't know. You know, like, without digging super fucking deep into it, it well, there wasn't much about this dude, aside from that, like, every time you Google him, that's what comes up, is right. like that kind of shit. So, I don't know, like, I don't know anything about this guy other than he supplied, he was a burlap guy, they were found in burlap sacks, and they found her body, and then he killed himself. Like, that's, like, that's... there's not a lot there, but, like, it's enough to make you think. It seems a little shady. You know, it's yeah. enough to make you yeah. think, man. Makes you think that he at least knew something about it and felt guilty or some shit, you know what I mean? I don't know, yeah. Yeah. That's Next crazy. up, we have John Bitroff. He's a pretty good candidate on the surface here. He's John a scumbag. Oh, boy. John Bitroff is a convicted murderer. Well, there you go. And a suspect in the uh, Long Island serial killer case. In July 2014, he was charged with the murders of Rita Tangretti and Colleen uh, McNamee. McNamee? McNamee. McNamee. It's MC, though. Yeah. McNamee. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to disparage the. No, no, I know. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just Mac McNamee. We'll say that he is also a suspect in the murder of a third woman, Sandra Castillo. Or Castilla, excuse me. Bitroff became a suspect in the uh, unsolved murders after his brother Timothy Bitroff was partially matched to DNA found on the bodies in 2013. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah. Timothy Bitroff submitted the sample after violating an unrelated order of protection in 2013. Right. Jaloff and Jaloff. Jaloff. Dude, I love Jaloff. That's my favorite month. I just literally put the entire sentence into one word. <laughs> yeah. In July 5th, 2017, Bitroff was found guilty of Tangretti and McNamee's murders. He was sentenced to two consecutive 25 years to life sentences on September 12th, 2017. He is imprisoned at Downstate Correctional Facility. After Bitroff's sentence, the case's prosecutor announced that Bitroff. Um, was also a suspect in at least one of the 10 murders attributed to the unidentified Long Island serial killer, a.k.a. Lisk, in New York, Suffolk County, and Nassau County that we've been talking about here. Suffolk County District Attorney's Officer or Office Prosecutor Robert mm, Biancavilla? Sure. Biancavilla. Biancavilla? Yeah. Holy shit. Good job. Thanks. Dude, he doesn't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's creating shit. So you just hey, gotta, but it's not a good though. You just right? got to sound confident. Yeah. Yes. You know, Confidence. pretend like. Which I never do. Just I never do. <laughs> and that's like, my thing. I, I just got to come in more confident. And it, even if it's completely wrong. Act like you've been there, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's Bianca. Well, he, oh. Bianca Villa. Or 
Whatever. Okay, so uh, the prosecutor released a statement <laughs> noting that Bitroff was likely responsible for the deaths of other women and that, quote, there are remains of the victims at Gilgo that may be attributed to the handiwork of Mitch, uh, Mr. Bitroff and that investig investigation is continuing. Okay, so. Yeah, they're still looking into that guy. So we, uh, I'll, I'll hold my questions till the end. Yeah. <laughs> Please hold all questions yeah. till the end. Thank you. <laughs> Bitroff was a carpenter who lived in uh, Manorville um, where the torsos of official Lisk victims Jessica Taylor and Valerie Mack were recovered. The remains were discovered roughly three miles away from Bitroff's home. He was also a hunter who seemed in, uh, to enjoy killing and mutilating animals mm -hmm. and reportedly once, quote, cut out the heart of a deer he had just shot and ate it raw in the woods. That seems like a, that's a hunter thing, though, isn't it? People do that shit like your first kill. You take a bite of the heart. Yeah, listen, they, they, they say you do that. My stepdad tried to get me to drink some of the blood I when I first said, shot. I my, remember you telling me. Uh, I'm not doing it. Not, mm. But he also has got the means to dismember bodies then. Mm -hmm. Well, at least the knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, read read on. Another link between Bitroff and the Long Island serial killer case became apparent when it was revealed that the grown daughter of Rita Tengretti, one of the women that Bitroff was convicted of killing, was reportedly best friends with Melissa Bartho uh, Bartholomew, who was one of the first Lisk victims discovered strangled and wrapped ooh, in a burlap at uh, in burlap at Gilgo Beach. Holy shit. And? Bartholomew's mother also reported that Melissa, quote, had a, a lot of calls to Manorville from her phone at the time. Oh, shit. Which is where yes. that lives. Shit, yeah. Ooh, yeah, he seems he seems good so far. At least, it, even if he didn't kill all those people, like, he, I bet you a couple more of those bodies were his, man. Had I feel yeah, like, I, I feel like, uh, I really feel like there's kind of a disconnect between all these victims, man. I'm sorry. I, I do. It seems like there's groups. That's what I'm saying. Like you got the four that with the burlap, and then well, some of the other ones. Yeah, shit, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. I just, I, I just got a feeling that there's, there. I don't think all of them are related. I just don't. And I feel like it's easier to kind of lump it all into one thing. But then what you're doing is you're looking for one, as opposed to multiple people doing multiple bad things. Yeah. Right. You know, which may be completely unrelated. Yeah. They may yeah, have yeah. all just been like, well, I heard this is a good place to put them. You yeah. Know what I mean, I like, mean there's, and there's always places like that everywhere you go that people find bodies all the time. Yeah. You remember? Okay. So you do remember uh, Rock and Roll City Studios? Yeah. Yeah. Remember when you go down and you take that right? There's that big field right before you get to all the factories on that little corner right there. There's yeah. like that big shitty field right before you hit the bridge. It's no longer a field, but yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. It's a that. school now, but yeah, go ahead. Really? Yeah. Oh, I guess my my sister would tell me that they would find bodies there all the time. Yeah, that's uh, the corner of uh, Clark and Walworth. 65th. No, it was it was the actual. It was on. It was down because Walworth was the street that it was the. You you go down the hill and then take a right. Oh yeah, that's a side. Yeah, the side street where rock and roll actually was. Yeah. Uh, I so there was about. there okay. was a field on that corner between whatever 65th and Walworth right there. There was a field there, and my sister said they used to find bodies there all the time. So there's like Jeez. places like that that people just dump bodies all the time. Fuck. Yeah, no, you used to practice there all the time. I'm never going back to a, <laughs> a forest ever. <laughs> the fourth guy on our list is James Burke. Burke was a police officer. Scumbag, too. Oh, I actually, so real quick, pre precursor to this. I remember there's a, he had an issue and we covered in here with a guy. And I remember hearing this story mm -hmm. uh, about what had happened, but I didn't know that it went this far and connected with this case at all. Right. So I, I do remember it. I'm, I'm curious as to whether you guys remember it at all. So I'm, I'm going to let you read it. Okay. And, uh, and we'll see if you remember any parts of this at all. All right, so James Burke was a police officer when the investigation started and was elected as chief of police in 2001. From then, the investigations into the uh, LISC uh, apparently started uh, getting murky. After all, James Burke refused to let the FBI examine the killings. Ah, so he's that guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. 
As per the New York Post, an agent believes the reason for this was the chief's already fraying relationship with the Bureau, with the FBI, obviously, for having assaulted Christopher Loeb. Huh? At that time, Christopher, an admitted heroin addict, had broken into James's department, issued SUV to steal his duffel bag. When the Smithtown native was brought into custody, he was tied to the floor and violently beaten by James. In a podcast, Christopher claimed that the bag contained sex toys, pornography, and what seemed to be snuff films that could link James to the Lisk. Do you remember this at all? No. I remember hearing about this or reading about it, that this dude broke in, stole a duffel bag, and when they caught him, he claimed that there was like sex toys and shit, yeah. like all this crazy shit. Like it was a story for a minute. Yeah, I remember that. Like, yeah. And then like the it just kind of went away. Yeah. Like you didn't hear anything about it. That's crazy. I remember hearing. About I don't remember that. that. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe I, I remember think, that. Like, yeah. Because people and people like were joking about, about it. it. They're like yeah. this fucking cop. Like they sold his dog, probably looking for guns or whatever, yeah. and he found sex toys and shit in it. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're finding snuff films, that's what he claims. Which. But I, I don't know. know. Who knows? Yeah. That's but an entirely the, different subject. And at the same time, if it was nothing in that, like clothes or whatever, in the door, like why would he chain him to the ground and fucking beat him? Right. Yeah, it sounds to me like, well, There's going something on. something going on, yeah. yeah. Going on here, in 2016, James Burke was sentenced to 46 months in federal prison. That's the, 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 the uh, chief, chief of police yeah, here. Yeah, chief of police. He was sentenced to 46 months in federal prison after pleading guilty to depriving a person of civil rights and conspiracy to commit obstruction of justice in connection to the Christopher Loeb case. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. Nope. nope. No, sir. That same year, an escort also came out to pose allegations against him. She said that in 2011, she partied with James in an unknown Oak Beach home, Oak Beach, mm. where they engaged in, quote, rough sex. According to her, there Good were... Good for him. Yeah, I mean, maybe. If she was into it. I mean, as long as she was into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We get a lot of that in prison. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah. Yes, he would. Yeah. Especially <laughs> being a fucking cop. And he's right. probably not going to be too into it. Nope. Just saying. Not yeah, at all. You never know. <laughs> According to him right now, it sounds... I mean, I mean yeah. he had something to do with snuff films, so, man. Yeah. <laughs> According to her, there were various drugs at the place, and she saw James use cocaine on a few occasions. These claims are significant as it puts James in the same area where a possible Lisk victim disappeared. In 2015, before James Burke was sentenced to the severe 46 months, I don't know if that's too severe or not. Yeah, in federal prison. Yeah, like beating the, the, the shit softest out of prisons. Guy, yeah. Yeah. Right. Along with three years of supervised release, he resigned from his post. Aww. If anyone wants to know, I'm pretty sure this dude lives in Florida now. So he could, you can look it up. I think you can find out where he lives. Yeah, look him up. Just yeah. send him hay mail or something. Yeah, tell yeah. him we said hi. Plus, according to the Federal Bureau of uh, Prison Records, he was released from behind bars in 2019. As far as we know, James is now following his relief requirements by regularly meeting with his probation officer. Yeah, there's not much on him as far as like him fucking up. So, and providing them with his monthly income and expense statements. But expense statements, well, of course, because you're you're. You have to. Yeah, you're, you're, on you're, parole. A pro- you're on probation or parole. What? A, yeah, it's parole at that time, right? Right. Along with that, as he hasn't faulted, we assume that he is also cooperating with the authorities Sweet. when required. Take that back. I think that doctor dude lives in Florida now. I'm not sure okay. where this guy lives. I, if he's on parole, he can't. He probably couldn't have moved anywhere out of state. No. So James has not made any public statements or appearances since his discharge. But a source told Newsday that, quote, he has not decided on any plans but to take several months to relax with boating in the summertime and stay out of the limelight. Dude Aww. sounds like a Aww. fuck. How much of a nice guy is that? Let's just take. Just some get time. out of prison. Like I'm just gonna go boating. Yeah, yeah. go boating. Like, fuck you, dude. You should not. He should not be allowed to do any of that. Yeah. No. Fuck him. Even though James Re- James's reputation has taken a hit, especially with Vice <laughs> calling him quote sex obsessed a a sex obsessed narcissist and a quote middle aged bachelor with a vulgar disregard for social niceties. 
Sounds about right. Yeah. The facts remain that there is no concrete evidence that ties him to the serial killings. He's another that seems like a pretty good candidate. Now, listen, before we go further, I'm just going to say this. Chief of police during this time. He's a scum fucking. He's a fucking he at scum. least has an idea. If, if I That's think, what I think. I, I think so he here's has what I an think. idea. I think he's protecting somebody. Right. I think he knows what happened, at least with some of these killings. I think he knows what's going on, and I think that he was protecting somebody. Well, that, I mean, that goes right back to the, like, the previous statement about him when he was covering up and denying the FBI from investigating. Exactly. Why the fuck? Why? Why would you do that? Right. Why, Even still, you have no stake in this at all. Right. Right. If anything, you'd want them because it's going to make you look better if they figure out the fuck happened. Well, like, now, you look on. like an idiot now, if you're on. not solving the case. So the problem with that is a lot of these. Um, I know there's a lot of like, oh, I'm going to do it. I don't want you to fucking. Well, do not it. only like, that, but like, contest, you know? yeah. if not only that, but it's those things that like uh police departments and whatnot uh, especially local law enforcement and whatnot when they go in and then all of a sudden the fbi has to come in because it's a bigger case that they technically i mean let's be honest they can't really handle yeah the fbi comes in and if they solve that it actually makes them look horrible yeah. to the people living there because their own police department could not solve the case i right. guess but in a in a situation like this where it's such an a, 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 a far-reaching investigation oh, yeah. like you People know that you fucking, sometimes you need help. Dude. I, I would want the help. If I were him, I'd be like, please, and let's then, get this anyways, figured out. Because he could always spin that. Be like, look, you know, there's a lot to this. We don't have the manpower. We don't have whatever. So we're asking for help from the FBI. You know what I mean? Instead of making it look like, oh, the FBI had to come in because you're a bitch. No, be like, I asked, we asked for help because right. we don't think that we can do this on our own. It's a bigger case than we can handle. Yeah. That's it. And we need the help, but we want to solve this. Right. So that's where... That's where it looks weird, but in, in, but on the inner side of it, on the smaller picture, pride is a motherfucker. It is. No, you I agree. On that? I agree. It just it seems shady as shit to me, though. That's all. You want to feel in the back of your head? That's pride. Yeah. Drink up, bitch. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to remember the rest of the quote. What is it? He, does he say? That's pride fucking with you. That's yeah. what he says. That's, that's what, what he's says. talking to uh, Bruce Willis, right? Yeah, Bruce with Marcellus yeah. Wallace. Marcellus. Yeah. So good. Butch. Butch. Butch, Butch, who's, whose bike is this? Zed, baby. Zed, baby. Who, who's Zed? Zed's, Zed's dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> Drink up, motherfuckers. Uh, so in 2020, so not long ago, investigators no. released information on another piece of evidence. This is the latest piece of evidence that I could find that they had. Awesome. Police from Suffolk County released a photograph of a black leather belt with the letters WH or HM, because you can flip it upside down, right? Well, yeah. it was, so if you like, I, I thought I put a picture of it in there, but I, I didn't get it. So like, if you look at the end of the belt, it's it's actually this way. So you don't know, like, if it was crossways. It's, it's horizontal, not vertical. Right. So okay. like, if it was the other way, like when the belt was on like normal, you'd be able to read which way the letters went. But okay. since it's on sideways, it's sideways, you're not sure which way the letters go. Oh, that's odd. Yeah. Gotcha. That's very odd. Yeah. And it's definitely like not a, uh, it's not, it wasn't on the belt. I don't, it, like, it looks like it was like custom Right. You can find pictures of it. Really, if you just Google like Gilgo or like Lisk belt, it'll pop up. You'll find tons of pictures. It's definitely not a uh, what? <laughs> Nothing. Keep keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Is it something I did? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Jerks. No, I was just. I'm fucking with with, with uh, Logan over here. Uh, anyway. No, but if you if you Google it, it comes up. There's tons of pictures. Like you could. You'll see what I'm saying about how like it's just the way it's put on there yeah yeah it's definitely not like a you know it doesn't look like a logo because there's no like trademarks or anything next to it it's just the two letters it's just the two letters but, in a weird font and they just like and like i've never seen anyone put a logo on a belt in that spot in that way you know what i mean okay right. so, so the leather belt which was found at a crime scene police believe is linked to the murder investigation 
The initials, uh, the initials written on the belt likely belong to the perpetrator. The police commissioner said that the belt was found, quote, at the initial stage of the investigation along Ocean Parkway on uh, on Long Island. Okay, so there's the belt. So they, and they found this, so they found this belt early on, and they just released this, the information. So they found the belt in the, in the initial part of the investigation, which means they were holding on to it for some reason or another. I don't know if they were holding on to it until, like, to see if they found a suspect that matched with those initials. And they didn't want to let it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if that was like one of those. Yeah, that's weird. Because you know how they always hold on to shit that they don't release just to kind of have an ace in the hole to like prove or disprove. And not only that, I mean, is this the belt of a suspect or is, could this be a belt of one of the unknown people that were murdered? You know what I mean? Like, I, I think they, I don't know if it said something. About it. I think they, they uh, talked about that in the one thing I was reading about. They're, they're fairly certain that it didn't. Uh, it says here that they likely belong to the perpetrator. Yeah. So I think that they ruled it out through DNA. Maybe like I don't I don't remember. Like I can't remember what the. Hold on a second. I feel like I thought I put that in there, but I can't remember. Hold on a second. Give I guess I'm the asshole. One second. Eh. What's that? Well, this is new. Uh... <laughs> I mean, everybody knows. <laughs> Hold on. Everybody knows. Just looking at something real fast here. Yeah. Damn it. What? It's Peter Hackett. Oh, the MH. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just, I was just looking real quick. Like, wait a minute. I feel like, I feel like they would have made that, that distinction pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Hey, you don't know. Listen, we we break news here, buddy. All right. That's... Do we though? <laughs> no. <laughs> so there you have it. If we ever solve a crime on this fucking thing, it'd be amazing. Yeah, dude, no, well, listen, we want people to freaking pay attention to this shit. That's what we want. Yeah, I mean, that's why we like the uh, the unsolved ones, too, because right. a lot of them, like, there's still a lot of shit floating around. Like, some of them are newer, some of them are older, but, like, you never know, like, what somebody may have heard or seen right. that and we they have, might not realize. Right, and we have uh, we have listeners all over the world, but especially in the U.S., all across the U.S. We were just going yeah. through our Patreon stuff. Yeah, we yeah. have listeners all across, and... If you know something or if you maybe think you know something, you got to say something. You got to bring it out. Yeah. To, you know, yeah, I mean, man. these cases, that's why we do these. The, the ones that are solved, they're done. They're over with. And well, you've heard about them 100,000 times. Somewhat right. again. That sons of, the sons of Sam thing. Yeah, DeSalvo. DeSalvo, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, that one's yeah, definitely Look, man, not. That's why we did it. Don't be a DeSalvo. Don't be a DeSalvo. <laughs> so anyway, you know, that's why we do these. So there you have it. A somewhat truncated tale of the Lisk, yeah, the Long Island serial more. killer. There's a ton of information out on the subject. There's a Netflix documentary, a bunch of podcast series, and quite not as good I think there's actually two documentaries out now. There was one that focuses on that Hackett dude, and there's another one that's either just came out or coming out uh, that focuses on the police chief guy. So there's a couple of them. And there's also a couple of books. Yeah, there's a fucking ton of books. So um, we got the information from about 15 different articles online. (laughs) While most, again, patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast. While most of the information is consistent from article to article, we did notice there are some discrepancies in a few of them. So we tried to make sure the information we have is put in the episode, you know, and it's the most consistent throughout. Right. So I tried to basically, if, if I saw some shit that was like, I saw in like one one article that was like kind of interesting, but like I never found it in another article. I didn't put that in. Okay. You know what I mean, just because I don't want to. I mean, it's all speculation at this point, but I don't want to be adding to disinformation if I. Yeah, if absolutely I, not. If absolutely I know, not. if I don't, you know, like at least not. You we know, don't spread disinformation. Right, and it might not be disinformation, yeah. but I don't know right. because I've only seen it in one spot. Yeah, we don't, and that's another thing too. Like uh, you know, you, everybody out there, you can listen to other podcasts and whatnot. Sure, and which please do. Yeah, please absolutely. Do. There's a lot of listen good ones to, out there. There's man. a lot Definitely. of great ones out there. Um, we kind of, I guess, in my opinion, 
Um, I always want to do this in a way that it, it's like you sitting around with a friend of yours, listener. Yeah. Sitting around with a friend of yours that happens to know this story. Yeah. And tells you this story. And you guys are drinking. You happen to say the F word. <laughs> fudge. Fudge. And, and you keep going. Yeah, we like but, fudge here. But then, yes. but then that group of people you're sitting around with just happens to go, wait a minute. Well, what about this? But I know this person, or I know that, or my yeah, grandmother yeah. lived in this area. Yeah, or yeah. You know what I mean? Because these things are unsolved. And I think keeping it alive, especially in the honor of the people that the were victims, taken man. away. And that's the thing with, like, a story like this. Like, there's people out there that they don't know who they are yet. Right. So, like, if you know something, like, if you... Like, if we can get out there and there's somebody out there that's like, you know what? Like, I remember a friend of mine said that they knew somebody who disappeared with a 16-month-old kid. Yeah. Speak what up. What the fuck? Like, right. you know, around exactly. that same time. Like, and also, make sure you, you never let us know, know as well, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Definitely like, interested to hear that. Yeah. would be great. We have a lot of, uh, you know, listeners over in uh, the New York area and stuff yeah. like that. I'd like to hear some inside information on this. If anybody like, like, knows anything or heard something that we didn't right. put, you know, let us know, man. Yeah, let For us sure. know. And again, we do this because, again, we just, we don't want it to be super stale. We don't want it to be like, and yesterday they came out and said, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not like that. We know yeah. because sometimes that information is hard to retain. And also, we want to keep it entertaining. You know what I mean? As like, much as possible without being disrespectful. Disrespect at all. <laughs> and please, we never, ever, like, man, the mean victims. Any, we don't mean any kind yeah, of disrespect. The victims are never. super, they're number one in this because we want them to have at least some sort of closure. Yeah. Closure, for sure, on, on the victim's behalf. Yeah. So in saying that, that is Lisk. And on to my favorite part of the entire episode. It's the movies. All right, so we're talking about, and you guys know how we do it. We always go through our list of movies at the end. And this week, we are talking about the top 10 movies, horror movies. Horror movies. Filmed in New York. Now, uh, no, that take place in New York. Take place in New York. Uh, So I was going to do serial killer movies, but we just did serial killer movies in one of the past episodes. Right. Yeah. And I think I, because I was like, top 10 serial, and I'm like, Mm. This looks really familiar. I'm like, <laughs> oh, we did this already. And what I love so about I just want horror movies that take place, and there's a fuckload of them. Yeah. And I found this was, I believe it was a ranker one, right? And that's why I like Which it. Which I like it because fans vote them up. Yeah. So these are like based on fan votes. Right. So these are like a pretty, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty and good And also gauge. what I love about gives ranker you a little too, bit extra. It gives you the lists. Yeah, it gives you the list of like what other lists they're yeah. on and shit like that. Yeah. I absolutely love it. So starting off with number 10 for number the, 10. the top horror films. And if you don't New like York. this list, it's your fault because you didn't vote. Should I talk like this the entire fucking time while I'm doing this? You just no. kind of, no? No, don't do that. Okay, I won't do that. Anyway. I'm sure you already pissed enough people off. You don't need to be. <laughs> Why? Because fuck? <laughs> I'm not going to let that go. I got to let that go. We'll talk, we'll talk about yeah, it. Maybe, we'll talk maybe you'll get, about maybe you'll get yeah. some closure. All right, we'll talk about it. Maybe you will get closure. We'll talk about it. So anyway, number 10. I love this movie. It's 1408. Yeah. Ah, it's so good. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson and John, Cusack. John Cusack. Yeah. It's a good movie, dude. Uh, listen, so we got a young buck back in here, and uh, I'm actually kind of excited about this. Have you ever seen 1408? I've never seen 1408. Oh, it's good. So 1408 is a 2007 American psychological horror film based on the Stephen King 1999 short story of the same name directed by Swedish director Mikhail oh. Swedish. Hey, we love Sweden. 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 Director Mikhail. Oh, God. (laughs) Hofstrom. It's Hofstrom. Hofstrom. Yes. Yeah, Hofstrom. Very good, my friend. Hofstrom. That's German. 
No, I, I was being German. Well, you know, anyway. See, so the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's just alienate everybody all at one time. The movie stars John Cusack, but also includes Samuel L. Jackson and Mary McCormick. The, the film boy. was released in the U.S. on June uh, June twenty second, two thousand seven. Although July thirteenth is mentioned as the release date in the trailer posted on the website. So, if you guys aren't familiar with this, good. Um, John Cusack is an author, and he he's does. He's heard rumors. He's heard rumors. He does like the horror genre, yeah. and he yep. wants to go and kind of debunk houses. And yeah, stuff. he's a. He's, is he a scientist? I don't. Or is think he just so. an author? So he's is an this, author. Is this the the movie where he's like in a hotel room, like the fourteen oh eight or whatever, and like shit like comes after him and stuff like that? Is that the movie I'm talking about? Is he in a hotel room number fourteen oh? Are you? <laughs> you never know. It could be a duplex. I mean, 1409. is this guy? Is this? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what it is. So basically, so the guy's a. He's, <laughs> you never know. He's an author. He's a writer. Good for him. And he hears he goes to all these different places. Like haunted places haunted. to try to debunk. He wants to debunk him. He right, basically, he's, he's, a, yeah. he's a skeptic. Yeah. 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 And he walks in and he's immediately like, oh yeah, I'm here for whatever, you know. And then all of a sudden, shit gets fucking crazy real quick. Dude, that's okay. such a fucking crazy ending to that movie. Great too. movie. Gotta Great movie. If now. you guys have never seen it, please check out one of out the better Stephen King adaptations. Yeah, for sure. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Number nine. Is that on any other lists? Oh, oh, it is. It is. Uh, yeah. It is on. Uh, it's 13 of 20 of horror movies that originally had much darker endings. Okay. I, I don't know. Did I we think talked I've, about this before. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. We talked about that. Uh, number 18 of 168. Ooh. Wow. That's good. Of the yeah. best and scariest sci psychological thrillers of all time. Wow. All and, time. Yeah. And number 17 of 58, still pretty good, of the best movies based on Stephen King. Well, there books. you go. One Dude, of the better ones. There's some yeah. new movies on Stephen King's books that are just like mind boggling. Man, that's too, but there's a few of them that are it's like. It's mind boggling. Mind boggling. Mind boggling. Have you seen The Grass? Like, that one is. I haven't seen that one yet. I wasn't Dude, a fan. Dude, that it, one was like fucking weird. I thought it was man. pretty cool up until the ending, and then I was just like, what yeah, the fuck just happened? It was like yeah. a big pile of poop. Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen Watch it. Watch the movie if you can. Yeah, not a big fan. Was on Netflix. So, number nine is Dark Water. Dark Water is a 2005 American horror thriller film directed by Walter Salles, or Salas, starring Jennifer Connolly. Love Jennifer Connolly. And Tim Roth. What? I like Tim Roth, dude. What the fuck? I've never heard of this. And John C. Riley? And, huh? What? Is he in it too? Let me get to that part. <laughs> the film is a remake of the 2002 Japanese film of the same name. Okay. And okay. also stars my boy, John C. Riley. Fucking love that ah, dude. Ah, that's weird. And Pete Postlethwaite. Oh, he's good. <laughs> yeah, we know all about him, don't we? No, do you know who that is? No, I don't. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. I, no, he I love what he does it because I don't know if he's serious or not. <laughs> no, I am serious. He's, okay. the, the, the thing that you guys might know him for the most was, have you ever seen Usual Suspects? Yeah. He's fucking Kobayashi. Oh, the foreign looking like his lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay. the go between. That's, okay. that's him. Awesome. Oh, shit. That's okay. who that is. Also that's with uh, Perla Haney, uh, Jardine, uh, Dugray Scott, okay, and Ariel Gade. I don't know them. Um, it I says love your, here, I love though. your face. You're like this dude has no fucking idea what he's talking yeah, about. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, I'm going through here right now, and it's basically. Uh, da -da -da. I like Tim Roth, though. Tim Roth is good. So it's based on uh, a short story called Floating Water by Koji Suzuki. Floating Water, huh? Uh, who also wrote the Ring trilogy. Yeah. Okay. okay. And uh, the trilogy? film. Uh, no, let's see. Let's see. There's only two. Uh, what? No. Trilogy. Ring. Yeah. There's three of them? I yeah. guess. 
Yeah, they, they never remade the other two in America. Oh, uh, okay, 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 gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It says, uh, the, basically, the plot of it here, Dahlia battles her ex-husband, Kyle, for custody of their daughter, Cecilia, Kyle. a five-year-old kindergarten. Kyle wants Cecilia to live closer to the apartment in Jersey City, but Dahlia wants to move to the cheaper Roosevelt Island where he, uh, she has found a good school. You know what? I'm, if you guys want to read more, just fucking look yeah, it up. I've Dark never, I've never <laughs> heard of that one. I've never heard of I've that I've never heard of that, but I, I love Tim Roth. Tim though. Roth is great, dude. And I, Jennifer Connelly's amazing, so that'd be really cool to watch. Yeah, I might have awesome. Check that one out. And uh, so let's see your number. Aha, number eight. Oh, oh wait. First of all, uh, list that is, Dark that, Water, is that on any other list? It is 113 of 174 in the most utterly depressing movies ever made. Wow, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> well, if, if that doesn't make you want to run out and see right, it, yeah, I wonder what number what, Can you <laughs> click on that list? What is number one on yeah, that yeah, list? Yeah, hold on, hold what on, is on, the on, most on. utterly depressing movie ever made? Number one is uh, Schindler's List. Oh, of course. Yeah, okay, that yeah. That's fine. okay, granted. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll let that one. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that one. So number eight is, uh, well, hold on, there's two more lists on here. Uh, the best horror movies about parenting, 45 of 55, and number okay. 35 of 37 of the best Jennifer Connelly movies. So in other words, everyone hated it. So Apparently. it's like her worst movie ever. Yeah, it's Damn. close to. I wonder yeah. what her, what's her number one movie? Her number one? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. What That's why I like know? the ranker uh, list. What do we think it is, real fast, before I get into this? I don't really know Jennifer Connelly. Before I even look. What do you uh, think it is? I think it's going to be the one, uh, what's it called? Uh, with the drug drug uh, issues, the drug dealers, and the drug issue, they're drug addicts. Sorry. What is that called? Uh, Requiem for a Dream? Yes. Yeah, it might be. That might That's be what I'm thinking. One. I'm thinking it's Requiem for a Dream. Roll, rolling down, and it's, fuck, it's a beautiful mind. Damn. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot, forgot she, she was, was in, in that. that. Yeah, yeah, I forgot she was in that. All right. Number three is Labyrinth for her list. Requiem is number five. Boy, I, oh, I forgot she was the chicken labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. she was a little girl. All right, so moving on. Number eight on our list Number eight. is I Am Legend. I fucking love this it's movie. It's a great movie. Such a good movie. I liked man. it. I don't know how to feel about this because... Explain. It's a remake of a remake. Well, yeah. And like... I thought it was pretty good, but I don't know. I mean, I would give it like a, 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 a to me, it's average. It's entertaining. I liked it. It was like, it's a decent watch. Watching him choke out his dog. That was no, that was horrible. I that mean, like brought you know, tears to my eyes. That's like Marley do. So if you guys haven't seen I Am Legend, it's Will Smith. He's in a post-apocalyptic where where zombies came out because, uh, hey, kind of like, you know, the yeah the COVID yeah. vaccine here. They found a cure for something. He was a scientist, right? Yeah. And he cancer. stayed he stayed behind. Yeah. Yes, it was ground zeros where it happened. Yeah. I, I, we just watched I Am Legend. No, Actually, but, his, but his blood... He his blood is not um it he's not susceptible to the right. virus. Yeah. Right. So he, so he keeps trying to um, he stayed behind to try to find a yeah, cure. Right. Yeah. So he's using his blood to try and, and figure this and out. He's or using he's hunting the things to use them to try it, to find so, a cure for it. Super yeah. good movie. It's pretty much him by himself. It's not bad. You watch it was, it. I can go into a whole it was hour based off of it was based off so there was the original was what, The Last Man on Earth. Right. With Vincent Price. And then that. Charlton Heston did um Omega Man. Yeah. Back As in the, the day. darkness falls across the land, yeah. the midnight hour close at hand. That's, that's creatures that's crawling different. in search of blood. That's different. To terrorize that's not, no, that's, your neighborhood. No, that's something else. That's a thriller from that's Vince. That's Vince I, know, from, I know. Yeah. That's not. Right. That's not. Not a movie. It's different. Still counts. Drink out. Ha. <laughs> so yeah. So this is like a remake of a remake. Which yeah, I thought it was awesome. The Charlton Heston one's good Love too. It. Omega Man, and then Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price is great. So. Yeah. So basically, again, he's by himself. He's in New York, it's not bad. right? Yeah, it's New York, and it's zombies are out there. He's on the island. Yeah, and he's by himself because they cut off the island or whatever. Yeah. yeah, they sealed the island off. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, lists do. that he is on, or this movie is on, is uh, number four of what the shit just popped up. I'm sorry, number four. Number four uh, of number yeah, fourteen. Four. <laughs> number four. <laughs> 
Foot, what is it? Foot lettuce? Or <laughs> yeah. Foot burger lettuce? or no, foot, foot lettuce let, from Burger King. Something like that. <laughs> Riley did such a good job with that. So number four of 14 <laughs> movies that threw book and, and endings uh, out the window completely. Because okay. he did it had, it had yeah, multiple yeah. endings. Yeah. Uh, There's 90, three. Yeah. 97 of 385 of the best movies based on books. That's, that's pretty good. I don't know based okay. on a book. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And number really? four of 107, the best movies about disease outbreaks. Okay. Interesting. All right. I, I want to see what number There's one is. Yeah, what's so number many, one on that one? He, probably outbreak. Outbreak. I'm yeah. saying it's out. It's, I'm, no, I'm no what was he? I'm, no, hold on. It's, it, it's 28 days later. Oh, that's a great that's Great a movie. Fuck yeah, dude. There's what? Two or three of those now? Two. 28 days. I think they just came out. Weeks. Didn't they just come out with another one recently? Or they're know. going to maybe? I think they're I making think they're another going one. To. It's like 28 months later or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have no idea. Dude, that's a great movie. So though. number seven, I'm going to ask my son here if he's seen this movie. Have Forever you ever man. seen the movie Chud? Oh. Chud. Let, let, let's see. Uh, no. I can no. tell you right now what it stands for. Uh, hold on. Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dweller? Yeah, yeah buddy. Also, also, John Goodman's first feature film John role. Goodman and Daniel Stern, dude. Yes. Wait, so yeah. John Goodman, that was his first feature film? Yeah. Yeah. No Chud. shit. He was, a he was a police officer. And Dan, wow. if you don't know who John Goodman, obviously John Goodman is uh, the, the husband from Roseanne. Yep. Yeah. And been a shit ton if of movies. you don't know John Goodman Have you seen is, the, the newer movie that he was in? What was it? It was like the second, the, the, the sequel to Cloverfield or some yeah, shit. Yeah, it sucked. Horrible. Yeah. I've never I, seen horrible. it. That was... Like the previews for that? Oh, God. And Daniel Stern, he was the big tall guy. He was one of the in, Wet uh, Bandits. And one of the Wet Bandits from, uh, from Home, Home Alone. Alone. And he was the voice in um, of the guy, the narrator from uh, Wonder, Years. Wonder Years. Yeah, from back in the 80s. I didn't know yeah. that. Wow. So Chud. Oh, fucking uh, baby out here. Dude, Chud is so good. If you haven't seen Chud, please do yourself a favor. And just just watch it. It's such a it's a B movie. It's it a is. low budget B movie, but yeah, it's great. Right. It's, it's great. Produced dude. by Andrew Bonamy and directed by Douglas Cheek, with Peter Stein as director of photography and William Bollywood as production designer. The cast include Daniel Stern and John Hurd, and features early appearances of both John Goodman and Jay Thomas as police officers. Yep. So basically, there's a bunch of these cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Toxic waste, right? Yep. Got into some toxic waste and they start coming up and trying to fuck with the city. Yeah. That's what it is. There is a sequel that is also great. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's Chud too. It's Bud the Chud. <laughs> the Chud. <laughs> That's awesome. I have not seen that. Yeah. However, though, the list they are on, uh, according to Ranker, uh, number sixty-six <laughs> of one forty-five of the best zombie movies of all time. That's nice. pretty, pretty good. Never really thought they were zombies. Yeah, I wouldn't consider it a zombie movie. But... Number yeah. sixty of sixty-four of the most rewatchable horror movies. That's fine. At least they made the list. Hey, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. And number 37 of 100 of the best movies on Shudder. Huh. Okay. And if you're not yeah, familiar yeah. with Shudder, Shudder is a horror movie-based streaming, streaming service. service. Yeah. yeah. And I haven't signed up for that yet. I, I need haven't to. either. I need to, yeah. They got a lot of good ones on there. Yeah, they, like, they got a lot of deep cuts from what I hear. I actually am uh, part of the uh, the Shudder community on Facebook, their Facebook nice. group or whatever. And nice. it's really cool because everyone in there is just super open and yeah. they just love horror and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty cool. Uh, moving on, number six, a movie I don't think I've ever seen. It's called The Sentinel. Ah, Never, Sentinel. yeah. Yeah, the the Sentinel. It's a big movie though. That's an older one, right? Yeah. Uh, Is that an older one? Well, it does have a certain person. Oh. That I. I feel like I've seen this movie then. Hasn't. Yeah. Made an appearance. In quite a while. Wait, but does this movie need more cowbell? Perhaps it does. <laughs> <laughs> so the Sentinel and is never broken out the walking. I know. Walking hasn't been here yeah, in a minute. It's been a long time. It's Christopher Walken. Do you prefer Chris? For those that like it. <laughs> so the Sentinel is 1970s. The Foo Fighters. 
1977 American horror film directed by Michael Michael Winner and starring Christina I Reigns. Like I, I, think, I feel like I've seen this one. Chris Sarandon, Ava Gardner, Burgess Meredith. Chris Sarandon was in... Uh, he's the fucking... Uh, he's the six-fingered man. Princess Bride. That's Chris oh. Sarandon. Oh, really? Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah. Sylvia Miles and Eli Wallach. Him or he's, he's either the six-fingered man or the uh, main guy, the bad guy. Holy shit, dude. Christopher Walken... Yeah. Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> John Carradine, holy shit, Jerry Orbach, Tim, uh, Tom Berenger, and Beverly D'Angelo also appear in the film. Oh my what? God. The holy wow. shit! That's a big movie. It is based on the 1974 novel of the same name by Jeffrey Convince, who also co-wrote the screenplay with director Michael. Yeah, the plot focuses on a young model who moves on. Oh, why does it do that to me? You gotta make it go good. Yeah. <laughs> Take you on. somewhere else. The plot focuses on a young model who moves into a historic Brooklyn brownstone that has been sectioned into apartments, only to find that the building is owned by Cath- a Catholic diocese and is a gateway to hell. Maybe, huh. I, haven't, maybe I haven't seen this one. It, it is based sounds on really the, yeah. familiar, though. That sounds awesome, actually. Yeah, I might have to check that out. That is so many great car- or like actors. Holy shit. Yeah, it's good stuff. Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger. I just want to watch it. Riley, without looking, who's Tom Berenger? That's not Riley. Who's Riley? Fuck, Logan. Wow. (laughs) You know who Tom Tom Berenger is? Tom Tom Berenger, he sounds familiar. I know the last name Berenger. Uh, Name the movie, I couldn't tell you because I don't know actors' names. I know where you're thinking. What am I thinking? Are you thinking the catcher for Major League? Major League. That's him. That's yeah. Tom Berenger. That's Tom oh Berenger. no shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah not Tom Berenger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. That's the like one of the main characters in that movie too. Yeah, yeah. it's okay, awesome. Dude. So on this, the lists are number five of eighteen what? obscure horror movies from the nineteen seventies you should know about. Okay. Number three hundred of five fifty two of the best seventies movies. All right. Okay, that's not bad. And two ninety of three hundred six of the best ensemble movies. Which I guess I mean that's yeah, but best. I mean yeah. that's that's impressive to be on that list just because if you think of all the big blockbuster movies oh, that had major so casts many. throughout the years. Yeah. That aren't even horror movies. And for a horror movie like that, an obscure 70s horror movie to be on that list is pretty good. So number five, moving on here. And listen, hate on all you want. I don't give a shit. I love every fucking one of these movies. It's Friday the 13th, part eight. Dude. Oh, Jason Takes Manhattan. Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah. I have never seen that one. You know who's in that one, right? Billy Blanks, the Ty Bo guy. He fights Jason on the rooftop, and Jason punches his head off. (laughs) Gets his head knocked off. Yeah. (laughs) He uppercuts his head off. And if you're not familiar with the Friday the 13th franchise, first of all, take your head out of your butt. Why are you here? (laughs) Please. Yeah. Take your head out of your butt and go watch every single one of them in order because they're freaking amazing. I don't care. I even like Jason X. I don't give a shit. Hey, Jason X was pretty pretty, pretty cool. I I like it. I like it. So this is uh, basically, it's Jason Voorhees. He's in Manhattan, and he's killing everybody. So number 18 of 27 of the nastiest decapitations in horror movies, which is probably the Billy Blanks that one we're talking about. Sense, yeah. Number 29 is 71 of the dumbest movie sequel titles. <laughs> <laughs> and number 12 of 21 of movies with places in the title that weren't actually shot there. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, that's a great list. Yeah, that's that's awesome. a phenomenal that's list. Aw- I got to see. I gotta yeah, what's number one, one on that list? Yeah, yeah, let's see what number one is real fast. Number one. The Avengers. <laughs> Gangs of New York. Oh, okay. okay. It was actually shot in Italy. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it makes sense, though, because you could probably get that's how you get that old timey feel without having to build a bunch of sets and shit. Yeah. 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 And Escape from New York was actually shot in St. Louis. <laughs> that's a great fucking movie. Well, <laughs> oh, I got to do this movie. real fast. Battle of Los Angeles was shot in Louisiana. <laughs> no. Okay. The Amityville Horror, which the, um, the, the original or like the remake? Huh? The original or the remake? Uh, it's the remake. Okay. With no, no, no. It's the original one. With, yeah, oh, it's the original one. Say. So that actually happened in um, in New Jersey, right? Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it Jersey? I think so. Yeah. Think so. Yeah, it's Tom's River, New Jersey. It actually got filmed in... Uh, no, wait. It's just shot in New Jersey. Hold on. It, no, yeah. Amityville is in New York. It's in New York. It was shot in New Jersey. It was shot in New Jersey, yeah, right. Yeah, close enough. 
Sweet Home Alabama shot mostly in Georgia. Okay, big fucking difference there. Right, yeah. Come on. Dallas uh, Buyers Club was shot in Louisiana. Yeah. Dude, I mean, um, a, New Orleans was a huge movie. The movie Chicago, which I actually love. Yeah. yeah. Was shot in Toronto. What? <laughs> <So, laughs> <laughs> this list is amazing. Uh, this is so good. The movie Oklahoma was shot in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit Rock City was shot in Ontario. <laughs> Man, Canada, stay out of our movies. <laughs> in a Bronx Tale was I actually shot movie, in Queens. That is such. So, oh, give me a break. That's, I know that's like, uh, that's but a I'd great listen, movie. But if you're from that area, that that's probably great, pissed oh, you yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bronx Tale is good though. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Oh, and, and oh yeah, because uh, Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Part Eight, the one we're talking yeah. about, was actually shot in Vancouver. Vancouver. All right. All right. So moving on, number four. I, I know for a fact you've seen this movie. Me? Yes. Oh, I'm sure I've seen I've seen all but one of these so far. And Ry uh, Riley, why do I keep doing that? Who's Jesus. Riley? I think I'm just used to you, Riley being here, and now somebody's back. <laughs> Logan. Hello. Are you familiar with the movie from 1980 called Maniac? I've never seen oh, the Maniac. They just remade that, too. Yeah, they with, just remade um, it. Is it still called The Maniac? Yeah, it's, it's just, just Maniac. Maniac. Just Maniac? Just Maniac. Who's yeah. the guy that, not, was it the Harry Potter guy they played? No, no, no. It was, uh. No, not What's-His-Face. Uh, fuck, who played him in the, Bill, anyways, go ahead. Tom, Steve. No, none of those. George. Maybe. Shit. Wait, like the main cat, like the main character of Harry Potter? What's his nuts? Um. It couldn't tell you. Damn, I don't remember so anything. Maniac is a 1980 American exploitation slasher film directed by William Lustig and written by Joe Spinell and C.A. Rosenberg. The plot focuses on a disturbed and traumatized serial killer who scalps his victims. Spinell also developed the story and stars as the lead character. With a minuscule budget, many scenes in the film were shot guerrilla style. Originally considered an exploitation film, Maniac has since attained cult status. I don't know if I... I was... Oh, you know what I was thinking of, it dude? came out in 2012 was the remake. I've was, seen this movie. It's great. I was thinking of Maniac Cop. Oh, that's Elijah Wood. That's who it was. Oh, Elijah it Wood. It was. It was. Oh, he was in that. It was Frodo. Frodo was the main guy. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. who. That's also, not Harry Potter. That's, that's Lord not, of the Rings. Yeah, it's Lord of the Rings. I know. That's why I <laughs> changed what's his it. Face that's why I said feet. no. Wait, it's not the fucking guy. <laughs> the guy with the crystal blue eyes. I know who it is. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I always, dude. The two of those guys, I would get mixed up for a long time. Is there any more McCallum left? Can I have Fuck a little yeah, bit? Left? Are you sure? Yeah, dude. So. Uh, the list that this movie is on is number 355 of 512, the greatest movies of the 1980s. Good. More. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, number nine of 13 of the best horror movie synth, synth scores. Wow. Nice. Fucking obscure list. That's nice, though. Number 153 of 187 of the greatest slasher movies ever made. Hey, even to make that freaking list. Yeah, that's a good. That's pretty a lot awesome. Of slasher movies out there. So check out that. All right. Number three. <laughs> we kind of yeah. touched on this earlier. It's Cloverfield. Dude, if that movie was shot any differently... Is that the first one? Would have been 10 times yes. Different. So, okay, yeah. I despise found footage movies. I think they're fucking miserable. Yeah. And, uh, and I agree with you. Game, I feel yeah. like if Cloverfield was just a regular movie, right. it would have been better. Yeah, right. Like a regular creature feature type movie, man? Right. Fuck ba yeah. Basic synopsis. Uh, it's found footage feature of... Or found footage movie of a creature alien. hitting... Or alien, whatever yeah. it is, hitting New York. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's it. So it's Godzilla. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. yeah. But then they had yeah. those little creatures that fell off of them and all yeah. that shit. The movie would have been freaking phenomenal if they yeah. would have just so shot it right. You want to hear something absolutely mind-blowing that's probably going to piss you off because it pisses me off? Okay. Go for it. On the list, 151 yeah. of 724 okay. of the best horror movies of all time. What? Who made this list? 
151. Like out of 724. Like I would have said of like 650. Time? Like of all time. Yeah. I wouldn't even have included this, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like that's my opinion though. And if you like the movie, I'm sorry. You just have bad taste. I don't I don't think it I don't think it <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't think it deserves to be there. Uh, no, yeah. not at least in that ranking. But then again, if it's a ranker one, that's just people voting. So mm-hmm. I mean there you know, it depends yeah. on how many people voted. Everyone's like opinion that, stinks, it's fine. Yep. It's true. So number twelve oh, 1,251 of one thousand five hundred and six of the most rewatchable movies. See, now I agree with with that you know why because you have to rewatch it to fucking understand what the fuck's going on <laughs> so it's not a necessity yes you have to watch it you get done you're like the fuck just happened gotta watch it again, on again. <laughs> <laughs> they made so much money because everybody would just walk out of the movie theaters and then come right back yeah. and fucking watch like, it i again. gotta see what the fuck what the, what the fuck did i just watch number two love this one american fucking psycho yes amazing. okay without the fucking it's just Wait, american psycho but do you know like the like do you know what christian bale based his character off of yes the I tom just, cruise yeah, like the fucking, interview with oprah yes this that was it oprah fake, or was no, it, it wasn't um, oprah i thought it was an was it, like it the tonight SNL. show or something i think it was a tonight show yeah i think you were right on that but like the fake i just read about his, that, yeah. like smile and shit that's what he based it off well of. we all know that tom cruise is fucking insane right yeah, also i have another another side another side note to that uh the huey lewis stuff in the movie yeah. my sister just sent me a picture of a guy wearing a shirt that says no huey no, no huey no news no thank you Oh man! Wow, like, that's weird. That's amazing. Yeah, because in the movie he actually played Huey Lewis in the news yeah, and talked was, about it yeah. right before he freaking hatcheted somebody's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty he amazing. Would, he would play it. American Psycho. We all know Christian Bale, and if you don't, he's kind of a weirdo, and he is a psycho. He is yeah, a great. corporate but businessman that it's one of those, himself. Like, you don't really know what's going on in the yeah. movie. Like, yeah. is it real? Is it not real? Like, yeah. what's going on? And he prides himself, and you know, even with his business card, the, I'll say and, the business card yeah. thing throughout the movie. And he's just a fucking so good, dude. A, an insane person. But so the movie good. also, also had so my one of my all-time favorites, William Defoe. Will, oh, yeah. excuse me, Willem, Willem Defoe, Willem. and Jared Leto. Yeah, so, he was the yeah, yeah. he was yeah, yeah he was the other business card guy. Yeah, when he got really pissed wasn't off he the about Joker the Joker in the Suicide Squad. Yes, yes. Oh, horrible that, Joker. Yeah. Horrible yeah, Joker. But guy. he's also the singer of Thirty Seconds to Mars, and I like them a lot. They're a pretty good band. Yeah. And he's actually a pretty good actor. He's been in a lot of really good shit. Yeah, he's good. He's a good yeah. actor. Except as more. the Joker is horrible. I never yeah. saw that version. His I guess adaptation. he's coming back. I guess he's coming back in the new one, but he's gonna have long no. hair. But he's gonna have like his character is completely different. No, no, no. So at the end of the Zack Snyder cut which yeah. by the way i uh, everyone if you listen to the podcast and if you're new here i fucking hate dc yeah uh, i'm a huge comic book nerd same love marvel but i watched it yeah hated how it was shot because he wanted to make sure that it was fit for imax so therefore when you're watching it wasn't even in widescreen oh, it's in fuck. this freaking block whatever so the big black yeah. blocks on the side hated that but at the very hated end it. jared leto's joker shows up and none of the uh he doesn't have any of his tattoos on his face he's, he's in like, jail he's got like long hair and shit he, well, oh, no nice. they weren't in jail it was like it, they were outside okay so there he, was a there was a production still because they're making a new suicide squad oh yeah, 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 yeah. and there's a production still that has him sitting in like a jail cell and he's got like super long hair, and they say the same thing. Like, there's no, you can't see the tattoos and stuff like that. So they paid for his laser surgery in jail. Oh, that's nice. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how they're sense. gonna. I don't know where they're gonna go with it. But yeah, I'm I guess just curious. As long as my back, boy Will Smith but... comes back, we're cool with that. I don't think he is. <sighs> no, he's not. I know that for no. a fact. Why? He's not. He's they're not. changing up a lot because it's yeah. not the same guy. It's not the same. No. What's the what the fuck was his name in that movie in Suicide Squad? Uh, 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 Hawk, uh, no, not Hawkshot. Uh, sharp shot. Sharp shoot. Sharp. Fuck. Shit. Fuck. 
Yes. <laughs> Shit fuck. He's, yeah. They're changing um, up like a bunch of people. I can't remember what his name is, but they're, yeah. br- they're bringing a lot of characters back. Good job. Fucking fuck DC. Fucking anyway. wasn't for Jared Leto. Anyways. So anyway, on the list for American Psycho, and if you haven't seen it, you're a psycho because you need to go fucking see Good. it. It's fucking amazing. Number 118 of 292 of the greatest soundtracks of all time. That I can oh, yeah. 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 I'll, I'll, yeah. What was the Huey Lewis non- song that was playing? It was... Um, was it Hit to Be fucking, Square? Or yes. Was it? I think so. It's Hit no. to Be... No, it wasn't Hit to Be Square. It was... Well, maybe it was. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Number I get four, it mixed up. Number 418 of four, uh, 549 of the greatest epic movies ever made. Wow, that's huge. What number? Number 418 of 549. Of, of the, the greatest, greatest epic, epic movies? Epic ever movies made. ever made. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's. That, I mean, there's Pretty a lot of good movie. movies out there. Yeah. yeah. Number 22 of 45 of the most controver- controversial <laughs> movies of all time. Yeah, I, I can know. see that. Yeah, can, we yeah. take, can we take a look at and see what number one is on that? A controversial? Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's going to be like Schindler's List again. Uh, Ooh, Sophie's Island. Choice or something. Right, what, what, what do we think number one Shutter's is? Island. Shutter Island? Shutter Island. No, that movie wasn't popular. I'm going to start with number three. Number three is Human Centipede 2. Ugh. Yeah. Number Ugh. two? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> the mustache. Number two is Han- uh, Cannibal Holocaust. It could be. Okay. Is it a Serbian film? Is that number one? It is not. No. Okay. It is actually a movie called Happiness. It's I, I don't know. Just called happiness. Yeah, it's Todd Solon's 1998 independent film, sort uh, sort of tricks its viewers into caring about offenders. Universal Pictures, which financed the film after it won the International Critic Award, ultimately canceled wow. distribution plans after seeing the film for the first time on the basis <laughs> of moral grounds. Wow. The movie was eventually released by a different studio and without an MPAA. Oh, I don't know, but it says, "Is this controversial?" And it has like a voting thing where up yeah, and down, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. down 694 people said no, it's yeah. not controversial. 3,780 said yes. Wow. So what is it? Is it about a... like? I've a, never heard uh, about is it. Is it a pedo? That makes like, you, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Does it make I'm you thinking, feel... Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to get into that. Yeah. That sounds fucking horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Which I could be completely wrong, and it's probably not even that bad. <laughs> Here I am like, oh, fuck that guy. So number one on our list. Do you know what we have, Moody? Number fucking one. Hold on. Let me see. Let me... Uh... What do you think? What do you think our number one is? Film, horror movies filmed in New York or to take place in New York. <sighs> Trying to think of what movies take place in New York. A lot. Yeah, well, yeah, horror movies that would make that list. I don't know, maybe like Rosemary's Baby, maybe? That takes place in New York. Good job. Moody, I just I I I applaud your yeah, knowledge. Good of job. That is phenomenal. Good job. I do it again. Good job. Did you actually look at this? I did not look at that list. I didn't. I actually didn't look at that one. Uh, I just like, it came up and it was a ranker list. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'll put it in there. So let me ask you this. What is Rosemary's Baby about? Uh, Rosemary's Baby. Oh, okay. It is about a woman (laughs) that that gets, it gets it. She gets impregnated by uh, basically Satan. Oh, this is what it's all about. Yeah, that's Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Did she meet him? Talk to him? Shake hands? We've talked. This movie has been at the top of so many of our lists. Yeah. Rosemary's Baby, it's always there as a horror movie. It's considered one of the best horror movies of all time. It's so Uh, good. That's fucking. uh, I'll have to watch it then. That sounds. A lot of the reason that it doesn't get any even more due is because of Roman Polanski. Really? Yes. So it's number 724 of 1,195 of every Oscar winning film ever made. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And it's number 36 of 231 of the best psychological thrillers of all time. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. That, that's all I got. That's all we got. Those are the only list it's on? Yeah. Only one. I feel like it's it on another be... list as all the spooky evidence that Rosemary's Baby might be a cursed movie. I, I don't even know what that means. Like, I, think some people, I think it was like Poltergeist. I guess some people died around it, kinda, got sick. and I kind of want to look at that real fast just yeah. to see what evidence they have. 
Director Roman Polanski's wife, Sharon Tate, was slain by the Manson family. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, we talked about that. Shit. John Lennon was assassinated outside the building where Rosemary's baby was filmed. Holy shit. Wow. The film's composer perished months after completing his work. Yikes. Mia Farrow was served divorce papers on set. Oh, my God. That's fucked up. You know what? Good for her. Roman Polanski yeah. fled the country after assaulting underage girls. Dick. Producer William Castle had kidney failure. Producer Robert Evans endured a lifetime of pain. Writer Ira Levin's life, his life fell apart after the movie. Producer William Castle received a glut of hate mail. The film put an intense strain on Polanski's relationship with John Cassavetes. And on and on, who gives a shit? Well, the hate mail probably came from all the fucking Catholics and all the oh, religious yeah, nuts, man. Oh, yeah, they were super pissed about all that. All the religious probably. nuts. Super, super pissed. Religious nuts. Super, super pissed. Any, anytime a movie like that comes out involving religion, you just, it's that whole... You just get so much like there's a, just a ton of like hate, right? Like you had like that that stigmata. You ever seen stigmata? Yes. Great movie. Like that was the same way. Fucking dogma with Kevin Smith. He got so much shit. Yeah. But... From from the religious people about that movie. So you're gonna have that whenever you get a movie like that. Yeah. That's what it is. So listen, passengers. We hope you enjoyed your ride with us on the Long on, Island Circle. What are we gonna talk? We're we gonna talk about fuck. Uh, do you want to get into that right now? It's up to you, man. All right, let's get it. So we might listen, as well, right? So I posted something the other day, and it basically just said, if you don't, you know, if you have a problem with the F word and your, you know, delicate sensibilities, that perhaps our podcast is not for you. And that is because we've been getting a lot of reviews and a lot of attention lately. And it's awesome that we are, but with every good attention, there's always some bad attention. And of course, you get these people, um, these online keyboard warriors that decide that they need to take the you know, five minutes out of their day just to tell you how much they hate you. These persons of non-interest. Yes. And um, so we got a couple of those, but it was we, like, we're not, so just it was very really quick like, too. We're not doing this because we give two shits. We're doing this because we find it funny. Correct. Yeah. Funny I think fuck. it's hilarious. Like, and at first, you know, I'm always thinking to myself, how do I respond to this? How do I, how do should I, should I even respond? Yeah. Should I even respond? I even posted on one of the, uh, the podcast uh, forums that I'm on. I'm, I posted the exact, <laughs> One of the first ones up, I posted the exact message on there and said, how would you guys respond? Almost everybody in there, I'm going to say 90% of them, made some joking response like, well, fuck, man. <laughs> and, and so to be honest, that's kind of what I did. You know, I just yeah. said, well, fuck, you know, thanks for trying, yeah. you know, question yeah. mark. And then, of course, I apologize. And then I apologize. I'm just kidding. And, you know, thanks for taking your time to listen. Because it, it doesn't matter if you like us yeah, or not. Kindness, man. Yeah, if you, if you take your time to listen we to get the show, we're not for everybody. it's awesome. We appreciate that. Yeah. However... I don't understand the point in taking five fucking minutes out of your day. You don't like it. You don't like it to man. bash somebody. And like, so the one, the it's one that easy was to like, not listen. The one that was the one that said that like first time listener, last time listener, basically just too much swearing. Like, okay, dude, fine, that's fine, right? Okay, I get it. but the other fucking guy, <laughs> that guy, that guy, that fucking guy can fucking fuck that guy. Dude, he 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 said that we were. What did he say? We have low intellect. Low intellect because we swear a lot. Yeah. Which scientifically proven that most people who swear have a higher intellect. Have a higher intellect. Like, I don't so, even give a shit about any of that. It's just that's the thing. Like, and it's not that I care. You want to think I'm stupid? I don't give a fuck if you think I'm stupid. But like, I think really, like really, dude, like you you care that much. <laughs> you had to waste your time and fucking lob insults because you don't like the amount of the amount that we swear. Right. Like really. Like, that's sad. That's a sad existence, man. Yeah. Sad. Well, to me, 
again, and, we, and we're just criticism is fine if it's somewhat constructive. Right. Like, cool, exactly. Bro. Give us all the constructive. If you want, criticism. If, if you didn't like that we did something, be like, hey, didn't really like this. Maybe if you guys did this, I would listen more. Uh, okay. Right. That I can understand. You're making an effort yeah, to give us constructive us criticism right. to help us out. Fine. Well, listen, and in all honesty, and I'm, I'm just breaking this down as, as honest funny. as I can. And you guys, you guys funny. listening, you you know, and you've been here for a long time with us. And we, we love you guys so much. But in all honesty, to those people out there, um, fuck you. Yeah, they didn't make it this far. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. But truthfully, if yeah. you did, fuck you. you and I'll like say it, it over like and over it, again. Dude. Just leave us alone. We talk how we do in normal day life it's not like we're forcing it we're not throwing it in we're not trying to be overdone or whatever to fucking whatever if we're hanging out with my friends which i have uh, one of my best friends sitting to the left of me and then my son who is one of my best friends sitting to the right of me we are going to this is how we talk that's how we talk yeah and i guarantee (laughs) dude there's a phenomenal freaking stand-up comedian who literally says that with his peoples of new Jersey. That when he says fuck, it's an emphasis. It's 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 his personality yeah, coming dude. out. It's yeah. you know, it's it's enthusiasm. It's just the way, dude. I mean, it's the environment. We're relaxed, like we don't want to be very dry. We just want to be like this is us coming through. Right. And if you and if you don't like it, then you don't like us. And so I fuck right. off. Guarantee you know? we we, that we almost need your... every single one of our listeners. In fact, I, I'm going to say our avid listeners, they probably do the same thing. They probably sit around with people. Sure. And listen, I know for a fact. That the sister Skelton do because I listen to their podcast. They don't swear. <laughs> Come on. So we know that we got those girls <laughs> having our back right now, okay? Yeah. And they're gonna sick some fucking Jersey raccoons, Jersey on, raccoons on these motherfuckers. <laughs> but truthfully, no. Like, yeah. and, and listen. And if you get into it and you're not into it, that's fine. I understand 100 yeah. because we're not for everybody. Nope. And we did not set out to be. You know, for everyone. I mean, that's why we do swear. I mean, not why we swear, but that's why we're explicit. That's how we are, man. That's why you can't find us on fucking you're, Patreon. You're getting, you're getting us. Right. You're not getting two dudes right. or three guys just sitting here like, well, what's going to happen now? Right. Is, uh, what happens next? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty much as real as you can fucking get. And and if you don't like that, then I'm sorry. And maybe you need better also, friends. Also, let's not forget, there's a fucking warning at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> Every episode has always said something about it. We say it. fuck a lot. It says that legitimately in the beginning of the thing. Half the time. It always does. It always has some sort of precursor. Not only that, but it's literally literally under the explicit podcast yeah. sections when you go to look. Yeah. It's it got the little E next to it. Yep. What do you think we're going to do? Dude, our slogan is choo-choo, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Anyways, we anyway, fucking love you guys. Anyway, yes. <laughs> uh, sorry. If we, just here, found that, we just found that amusing and yeah. annoying. So. Yeah, we had to just get it off our chest. And we plus, know you guys love us. Yeah, though. and you you motherfuckers, for real. Like, you guys are just so fucking awesome. And I love that you got our back. Like, it's so good. So anyway, we really do hope that you would uh, enjoyed uh, the Lisk, the Long Island Serial Killer. And if you didn't, fuck off. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> don't sure write us about it because we don't care. Yeah. And, and if, if you, you know, do. and again, though, if you know something, seriously, like, say something. If you know somebody that yeah, knows man. somebody, know somebody all the way down the line. That's like, why we do the unsolved. Yeah, don't let these cases just sit there and be cold Because it only takes forever. one person yeah. to... Like let's you let's know. let's let's identify these these victims and let's let's solve you know for their sake and their family's sake let's let's do this and I'm, I, I'm no means I mean obviously I'm sitting up here saying fuck fuckity fuck 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 and but I'm I, I'm I'm I really would like one day for these things to get solved that's why we do them you yeah know? I'm for no, sure I agree that's it, why it, I do them if any, anything helps man yeah, you never could, know you never know who you're reaching we could sit here and do the solved cases until we're blue in the fucking face but to me we the, already know how it ends yeah we know yeah. how it ends like so that's why yeah. I never watched Titanic. <laughs> What happens in Titanic? Something happens. Oh. Everybody gets their job back. 
Oh, that's good. Good yeah. for them. It's they make cool. it all the way across to America. Everyone lives happily ever after. <laughs> I didn't need to see that in a movie. <laughs> so listen, join us here next week, and we're going to be doing something so fun and so exciting. And Ooh. I'm super excited about this because we're bringing Jeff back. Oh, I thought we were quitting. <laughs> that is exciting, actually. <laughs> Jeff Butchko is coming back, and if you're if you're new here and you got this far, then you probably you know you're probably like, who the fuck is Jeff? Well, go back and fucking listen because you'll hear almost every fucking episode. Jeff was one of the men Jeff. responsible for bringing this podcast yes. to, be, to bear, you know. Yeah, and he's he's our boy, and he's coming back, and we're gonna do the Rendlesham Forest incident. Incident. Where is it? Yeah. 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 Aliens, motherfucker. Wait. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Would you do me a favor and just give us a quick rundown of what that is? The Rendlesham Forest incident was it's honestly probably one of the most well-documented cases of of UFO sightings because uh, a it involved U.S. and British Army bases and like high-ranking officials and things like that. And uh, it, it's it's crazy, man. There's like dude that claims to have touched one of the craft and he started seeing uh, like binary in his head. And like years later, because he, he, he couldn't remember it's it, numbers, and he was like writing it down, and it like the message that came out of it. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. It's gonna okay, be a good story. Shit. There's Jeff, a lot of there's a lot of detractors, and there's a lot of theories, and it's just a really crazy incident, man. And Jeff has promised me that he actually has some uh, photographs that somebody gave him about an actual sighting that he's going to bring with us. So we are going to make sure that video is up and running Jeff for that. Penis, I'm going to be yes. Wait. <laughs> I don't need to see that it's anymore. A, it's a little guy. It's a little guy. You can barely see it right there in the middle. See? Is that a dot in the sky? It's like a fucking Tic Tac. <laughs> no, that's my pants. Sorry. So listen, be here and make sure you're uh, telling your friends about us. Make sure that they know yep, ahead yep. of time. And if you are telling your friends, seriously, give them a precursor and say, listen, these guys are they're, they're kind of assholes. And they swear. But they swear. And, and if that offends you, then fucking fuck off. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, to, that's, go listen that's to something else. what it comes down to. And you can listen to anything else. You know, Absolutely. Honestly, like, go listen like, to something else. If you're not listening to us, listen yeah. to someone else, please. Don't let the door hit you with the good Lord split you, There's right? Lot, yeah, absolutely. All right, that's it. There's a lot of good podcasts out there. Right. What the fuck? That uh, that don't swear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there are quite a few. There are some good ones out there. Yeah, right? no, there I'm, that's what ones. I'm saying. I'm being legitimate. Yeah, there, yeah, are. yeah, there go, are. Go listen to those. So support. make sure to stop support. over to our official website, TheMidnightTrainPodcast.com. At our website, you can buy some super sweet, super sweet. <laughs> merchandise super sweet. at our new Look, store. I just bought some shit, so you fuckers better be Yeah, Moody yeah. actually bought a couple shirts. Did. I paid you myself. Can, you can, <laughs> <laughs> where you can find our Fecal Fighter shit-eating robot t-shirt, the nice. super popular don't be a DeSalvo shirt. That's the one I got. The switchblading, switchblade wielding Jersey raccoon t-shirt yep. and the recent Ed Vane <laughs> t-shirt, the which is fucking ridiculous. So good. Dude. So awesome. And much more. And listeners <laughs> keep asking how they can keep the steam in our engine. They're like, hey, Moody, how can we help keep the steam in your you engine? You want to know how? You how? get in there and you shovel some coal, motherfucker. <laughs> That's how you keep this train bitch going. fucking moving. Or <laughs> if you like what you hear from us, consider being a producer of the show by heading over to the yeah. Midnight Train Podcast.com and clicking on the yep. Patreon button or at patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast. Remember, we say the fuck word way too much yep. for uh, being so able to So you can't there. search it. Yeah. You have to type in the thing or just, you know, go to the website and click the link. For as little as five bucks a month, you can get all kinds of cool shit like custom shirts, custom posters, custom stickers, bonus episodes, uh, you know, like we have coming up here very soon. The Devil's Bible. The Devil's Bible and whatnot. And one coming that is not as soon. Bum, bum, bum. What's that? Do we want to say? Are we dropping that now? We might as well. It's official. It is is official. It is official. It It came out of my It's booked. If you made it this far. You're getting a nugget. (laughs) We're giving you a nugget. We are going on a haunted excursion. 
on ex- uh, on Halloween on October 30th. Ooh. Devil's Night. Devil's Night down to Fairfield. Fair, Fair, Fairfield. Fairfield. And we're going to do a uh, 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 a uh, an overnight ghost hunt. A ghost hunt. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. And yeah. you guys are going to be with we're us because we're it. we're taking everything with us. We're yeah. going to take cameras, Hell, our all yes. kinds of shit. We're yeah. going to have our. And it's, it's set. It's good, booked. Dude. It's booked. We booked it. It's and listen, official. We're going to beat this shit into the fucking ground. And listen, we might even fucking live stream that bitch while we're down there. Fuck, we could yes. figure it out. We yeah, yeah. we'll figure going, it out. We'll see. What I'll fucking Facebook Live the entire time. Fuck yeah, like whatever. Should we? That should be a Patreon member thing, though. Oh yes. I think we're going to do. However. Oh. That is going to be a Patreon. Yeah. Because y'all are making this happen. Right. And if you are a Patreon subscriber, make sure you tell your friends and your friends of friends and your yeah. family and your kids. Can you imagine? Because John, if you guys want to hear John scream like a little girl, dude, it's going to be going Consider $5 a month. He's going to. <laughs> See, I don't get scared easily. <laughs> and you are a complete fucking non believer, too. Correct. That is why I'm loving that yeah. we're doing this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't believe in any of it. Because I'm shit. all about it. I love yeah, it. You, you know, I've had an experience. I'm a yeah. firm believer. I don't so. believe in any of it. So we're going to go down there. And I'm going to just stand there and be like, dude, I don't see anything until oh, a dude, hand gonna, touches my balls. I'm gonna fucking egg, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna egg them on to go after you, and it's gonna be great. Hell yeah, right. yeah. So listen, on a side note too. So yes, we are going to. We're, in fact, what I think we're going to do is we're going to set up a complete campaign, and we're going to put up a uh, an event page for this for what's coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, on our Facebook oh, yeah. page, we'll we're, keep you filled in. We're gonna like, fucking keep it posted and keep yeah. you running so that way you know. When we're doing this, and so you guys can fucking log on and watch this, but we're gonna make it specifically for our Patreon producers. Yeah, it's gonna be because uh, honestly, in like you know, full disclosure, full transparency, the reason that we're able to do this is because of the Patreon supporters. Like this is something that ninety percent of this is being funded through Patreon. Correct. You oh, guys yeah. are the ones that are making us able to do something cool Absolutely. like this. You are the reason why we're going to scare John to death. Yes. Did you call me John? It's so weird. Uh, dad. It's so weird. It's my dad. He's going <laughs> to scream like a little girl. I can't wait. <laughs> no, yeah, but so in all in all honesty, full transparency, full transparency. Like, this is this is why it's a Patreon yes. episode because you guys are making yeah, this happen. Yeah, the, the Patreon producers, first of all, we love you to death and uh, we literally put every single cent back into what we do whether it's the cameras for us trying to get this one video fucking get it done. <laughs> yeah, one of these Damn it. I swear to God, I'm going to take a picture just so you guys can see the setup in here. It looks amazing. And it's yeah. because of you guys yeah. helping us out. But I, apparently I just emit some sort of shit and then yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah. But, yeah. but we want to, we want to do something special for you guys yeah. for Halloween. So and we're going to go down. Something that we were able to find a place that had an opening right. for a fucking overnight ghost hunt right. on the 30th, which is aside from being on Halloween is the second. I mean, that's the, that's Best yeah, thing to do, fucking man. Amazing, fucking yeah. devil. So I'm gonna night, go down you know? there and not be scared. And uh yeah. Oh, also they provide free refreshments. Yes. Ooh, yes. Pop. Free are they soda, just, coffee? Are they alcoholic refreshments? No, it's pop, coke, diet coke, coffee. So the water. flask I bring is not water. gonna bother anybody. If they don't know about it, it won't bother them. Hopefully they don't listen. <laughs> might, might, might piss off the ghost though. Bring it on, ghost. Now listen, on that same note though, Patreon producers, all of you who are five dollars and above. We just realized something today today we didn't know and we have a couple of uh producers that are that one dollar they, they donated a dollar and which we, is awesome listen we love that so much but we don't feel that it's fair for the five dollar and up producers because we've been pushing that because we, we figured pushing we were doing that. so in order to get actual bonus episodes you have to be at the five dollar level and right. higher we just realized right we <laughs> did not know that. we've been we've been pumping the five dollar and up thing and we realized that it hasn't been just the five dollar and up right so the now now um we made the decision 
today to do that. But we are leaving the older bonus episodes that you've already gotten to this point are the one dollar and up, right? Yes, they, can, they can do that. We didn't go back and change all those. Which right now, every one of you guys are going, fuck! Yeah, so... <laughs> That was a mistake on our part, and we screwed up. But, 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 but what you guys have done, though, is you've, you've helped us to build what we're building. Yeah. And, um, you know, for promotion and, and putting out ads and, and things like that, like, you guys are really helping us. So the fact that we can actually sit there and say that we have people from Oregon all the way to Sweden that listen to this podcast, yeah, that's amazing, because of man. you. Yeah. It truthfully is. It's 100% yeah. because of you because you guys are, you support us and we're doing this. And, you know, whether it's five bucks and you're like, eh, it's five dollars, whatever, it's huge to us. Yeah, dude, the it's, dollar is huge to us. Yeah, man. That, absolutely. The dollar, doesn't, yeah, that's amazing. But we just feel that the five dollar and up should be getting the bonus yeah, episodes. Yeah. So, so, so we're going to be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, guys. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. You know what, though? Maybe, uh, well, I don't know. We'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe we'll every now and then what we'll do for our dollar episode. Or we'll do throw a dollar people. episode up there. Maybe we'll do a dollar episode every now yeah. and then. Specifically just for our dollar people. Can we do that? Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. It could be like a 15-minute <laughs> episode. The people that pay all the money, you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, but listen, though, because every little no, bit it counts. Does, it, it matters, man. It fucking it counts. Matters. But we also don't want to downplay the fact that our $5 and up patreon producers are you know you guys should have something and i believe that the the bonus is what you're here for right and for the dollar you know patreon that's amazing that's so awesome and we'll we'll throw them a biscuit every now and then yeah a dollar does make me holler (sighs) wow (laughs) you can send all hate mail (laughs) (laughs) logan.sarah22.gmail.com so now listen you can easily like, subscribe, and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. And most importantly, please share the Midnight Train to everyone. It takes only a minute Woo! or two. Woo! And honestly, word of mouth is how it's going to happen. Um, you you honestly talking to people and telling them what's going on, it, it makes a difference. It's huge. It we can't doesn't. thank you guys enough for all the love and support we've received. You passengers keep this train moving. So thank you all so much for listening. So now, a very special thank you to our superhero, Mega awesome Patreon badass producers. Give me that thing, buddy. <laughs> Colleen Cox, Shannon Valiando, Mac Doherty, Gina Madison, Janet Sherell, Heather Gilmore, Laura Randall, Chad Flint, Cheryl Pierce, Chris McLeod, Justin Kowalczyk, Rob Webb from the Funbox Podcast. Please check out the Funbox Podcast. He's a good yeah. dude. Yeah, he's freaking, we had, some, we had yeah, a good time there. Yeah, it, was, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Christina Skelton, Jessica Bartolome from the Sister Skelton. Sisters? Skelton. Sisters Skelton. Skelton. Podcast. That's not the Sister Skelton. Should be, though. It should be. Damn it. You guys, uh, you guys missed a golden opportunity. Yeah, make sure you check them out because they're freaking amazing. And they swear as much as we do. So fuck it's Jersey, <laughs> them ladies from Jersey, That's right? Maria Gibbs, <laughs> Chainsaw, what the fuck? Jigsaw, Craig Spurlock, Rick Resler, Courtney Bachelor, Katie Brabinick, and Bill Birch. Thank you for the fucking high life. Yes. Oh yeah, Bill. Yeah, yeah. dude, that is amazing. I appreciate that so much. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Fucking champagne cool. bottle yeah. high life, dude. I love it. A champagne of beer. See, I've been getting so much alcohol from people lately. <laughs> I'm not even. Fuck. I don't know what I'm gonna do. If you want your name to be mentioned <laughs> on the show, please become a Patreon producer, and you're gonna get all kinds of cool bonuses. And we're gonna make that Halloween special special. Yeah, we're gonna for you, and we'll keep you guys posted on what we're doing for that and how we're getting everything set up. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna contact the place and see like what we can. Get. 
what we can get away with. You know, what we're allowed to do and what we're not. Well, I'm hoping to. I'm going to let them know what we're doing and maybe we can get some kind of like promotions with them and cross with like whatever it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, uh, and yeah, we're definitely, if we can live stream it, we'll keep you guys posted on if we could maybe do a live stream and then keep it up for the Patreon people. Yeah. You know, for, you know, whatever. I mean, obviously, if we post it up there, it'll be up there for you. We'll figure it out. I'm pretty if sure. If we could do a live stream at the same point, that would be amazing, too. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Patreon allows a live stream. Right. And if that's the case, guess what, bitches? Yeah. I mean, you're going to be we, there for the whole fucking ride. Even if it's one of those things where, like, if, if one of us just has our phone doing it and, like, walking through with us or something like that, I hope we can, if we can do something live, we're going to do it live. But at the same time, we're going to do a lot of stuff. We're going to record shit. We're going to get audio if we can. And we'll put all that together and release that as an episode, a right. bonus episode as well and guess what this isn't bullshit because we just booked that motherfucker it's booked it's it booked. is officially booked it as booked. of about an hour and ago. we're gonna fucking knock the fucking shit out of this it's gonna be so much fun <laughs> so stay safe out there passengers and as always choo choo motherfuckers now go home and get your fucking shine box the ones that crawl out are fat and stout your eyes fall in and your hair falls out your brain turns into maggot pie your liver starts to liquefy and for the living all is well as you sink further into hell and the flames rise up to drag you down into the fire where you will drown your skin melts off as you descend and satan tears you limb from limb you're soft Yeah.